and then she sees him they have that moment he flips her off she's like what the hell and then from then on out she's like so i am in love with daniel gregory and i just had the hardest time with this Welcome back, everybody, to that pretentious book club. <laughs> so glad you're here. I just want to say real quick, I love you. You know, I just Aww. love you. So that's, that's good. So sweet. Moving on. We're starting out on such a sweet that's enough. note. Oh, no. Now okay, we have sorry, to say something sorry. mean. If you're listening to this, you're a big old nerd. Yeah, you are. That's right. So are we. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. That's none of your business, really. No. Uh, guys, my brain is so fried that when we just, like, go on completely, like, nonsensical rants, I, I mark the time code so I can decide, I can go back and decide whether or not we should cut it or not. And just now my brain is so broken that instead of getting the actual time code from the, like, recording software, I, like, almost wrote down the number on my clock. And I was like, no. That'll be fifty-two. <laughs> you go back in seven fifty-two, and we're like saying the most eloquent thing ever, and you're like, "What the hell? I don't want to cut that." I think I must do this sometimes without realizing it because I will write down time codes, go there, and I'm like, "This is brilliant. Why? Why did I mark this? <laughs> Nobody was supposed to be cutting. No one has ever been this cool and this good at talking. Seriously, on that one, the ultra cool one over there, the very hot and cold one, as far as her love for you guys and me, is. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. It's it's all hot, no cold at all. Ooh, wow. <laughs> that one is Doctor Spoon's Palermo, aka Kendall Shaw. Hi, howdy. Uh, and over there, the one who gave the really fun intro, that is Ash Overwork. But you can call her Wheezy. It ain't easy being Wheezy. <laughs> what? You like you like glitched out again or something? Or... Oh no. Am I, I back? Don't know. No, I mean, like, not you, but I mean, like, it seemed like your brain did. Like, oh. it took you a second to say it. It did. My brain did. I was hoping I covered like, it up. I guess I Elevator did. music. Well, now I made a big deal out of it. So. <laughs> I really thought that I had covered that. Yeah, no, if that happens this episode, I'm really sorry, guys. I need to sleep. I, my husband, oh, I should drug myself. My husband drugged me last week. <laughs> With Benadryl in a responsible way. <laughs> oh, I should drag myself. Oh, skipper, skip ahead. The time oh, code is God. below in the description if you don't want to hear the oh, nonsense. Yeah. yeah. God, but, um, drugging is... <laughs> Why is it so funny to say it like that? I don't know. But last week I was so exhausted. I mean, I'm periodically really exhausted, especially the last couple months. And Javi, I guess, had had enough of me being exhausted. And so he, like he decided like at four o'clock an hour before I was off work to go get me two Benadryl from the kitchen and make me take two Benadryl at four o'clock and <laughs> and this was two days in a row and oh my god it was amazing I slept so well so long I felt so rested and then of course being myself I was like great now I don't need any kind of actual rest and I should be good to just keep going for another <laughs> few months before I get some legitimate rest again no yeah every couple months working. top two Benadryl <laughs> yeah, exactly it's yeah I'm so obviously Obviously, my brain is, uh, we're having lots of goldfish brain today, so apologies. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good, buddy. I'll take my Benadryl well, after this. <laughs> yeah, right after this, it's Benadryl time, yeah. baby. <laughs> we are recording um, on a Thursday, which is not what we 
normally do. Sometimes mm-hmm. we do, but not a not lot. Not very often. But who's? Oh, somebody's calling you. Oh, She's I so was loved. like, what is that noise? Is it a boy? Is it a boy who's in love with you? No, it's my mom. Oh, hi, mom. But a boy who's in love with me did just text me. What? Mm. I don't think he's in love with me. Anyway, that's enough talking about that. Um, but ah, I turned my TV on. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I was like, what's that in the background? Oh no! I, I my TV so on. enjoy having TV on the background that no part of me even realized that might be disruptive to a podcast. I was just like, "Oh, how nice her TV is on!" Because I so <laughs> like it. <laughs> oh God! One time this ha- that happened to me. I think I might have told this on the pod before, but I accidentally turned my TV on because, like, my phone if it's connected to the wrong thing, it'll like turn it on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And. It just started playing the like DVD menu screen for the film Talladega Nights. And I, <laughs> and I was in the shower and I heard like men's voices <laughs> coming from my house. And I was like, oh my God. And I really thought that I was being like being robbed. Uh-huh. And fr- I freaked out and so I grabbed scary. like the nearest big thing I could grab and like ran into the living room and was about like I was ready to knock someone over the head with whatever it was I don't even remember that what it was I think so it was scary. my old metal water bottle uh-huh. and it was just um Will Ferrell on my TV oh my god it was Will it was Ferrell funny. that's hilarious do you have the thing where whenever you get like in the shower you think you hear like noises and voices in your house yes yeah I do always I because it's when you're at your most yeah. vulnerable so you're like yeah <laughs> I've seen psycho okay I'm not taking any chances no I, I was freaky you're like of course if someone was gonna break in it would be while I am naked wet in the shower and can't yeah. see anything but this room because I'm literally <laughs> trapped in this little like water box <laughs> trapped in the water box i mean being in the shower is already dangerous you know maybe yeah. you slip and fall it's true but i will definitely slip and fall and hit myself if i think somebody's coming in you know then it's just mm-hmm. i don't know the the dangers just get exponentially worse once you it's become true. paranoid while in the shower yeah <sighs> we live so such true. hard lives. <laughs> I I have an anecdote and I have a query because I was actually thinking about this yesterday and I was thinking I should ask Kendall. So I'll lead with the query because okay. it's shorter than the anecdote. Um, when So do you ever like just get really mad when you're in the shower and you're trying to shave your legs and you're in a rush and then you get like goosebumps because the water is not the perfect temperature for the right amount of time mm. for your goosebumps to go away and then you're like mad because you can't shave over goosebumps. So you have to just sit there and freaking wait for your skin to chill out but then because you're focusing on it you're like am I making the goosebumps stay longer because I'm trying to will them away so I can shave I get mad about this like Um, multiple times a week I don't think that has ever happened to me ever what I was really like 90% of me was thinking she's gonna be like oh yeah that happens to everyone I was hoping this was a universal experience Sorry, bestie. I'm like, wait, what is she talking about? Do you do you I not get really hot showers though? Okay. So like, I think that maybe that just never happens to me because I'm boiling nice. my skin. Possibly, I take. Um, but Javi says I take really hot showers too. But I think our water just doesn't typically get super super hot. Or maybe I've just been not been taking as hot showers lately here. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Mm. Does anyone else out there experience this? DM us if I'm not alone. Yeah, if you share the goosebump conundrum, let us know. Such a time waster. Oh, speaking of goosebumps, my little brother Ben wants us to read a goosebumps book so he can come on the pod and do it. 
That is such he a looks good goosebumps. idea. We have to add that for but, season five. He, I know. It'd be so fun. He also loves the Hardy Boys. So I thought that could be that fun, too. That could be super, super and fun. And I was thinking, regardless, we need to read Nancy Drew a at some point. 100%. We God, have how have we not? I don't know because I remember you used to be obsessed with Nancy. Oh my Drew. god! And I was I've read too. like every Nancy Drew, like the old ones, the in between ones, the modern ones, the uh-huh. comic books. Like I've read all of the Nancy Drew books. <laughs> it's an amazing property. I love Nancy Drew. It's so good. I had no idea that Carolyn Keene was just a bunch of different authors, but it makes a lot of sense. Oh, I know. You'd think I would have at some point been like the same Carolyn Keene is writing graphic novels now. <laughs> Wow, she's really prolific. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know so. what? We should also read. Um, we should read the Babysitters Club. Did you ever read Babysitters Club? No, because I hate everything about the vibe of the title. <laughs> it, well, it was my everything. Really? So maybe we could just have a mini episode or anything. No, 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 short, no. We but... should do it because people reference it, and this way I'll be able to reference it sardonically if I've actually read it. Sure. I mean, it's pretty lovely. They're just cute little gals babysitting. It's fun because you get to know, like, you're like, oh, my favorite is Claudia or whatever. One of those. And then you, yeah, and then you just, like, yeah, follow them. They were, uh, yeah, there was cute. Oh, um, there was cute. What? That doesn't make sense. I loved it because um, the nerdiest babysitter... She was the one with the cute, steady boyfriend, and he was hot. And I was, like, 13, like, wow, I love this for her. How old are these girls supposed to be? They were, like, literally 12 in the first book. And then they got older as it went on. I think by the end, they're, like, maybe in their teens, but they're, like, 16 or something. Anyway, it was a fun time. I loved it for them. Uh, Claudia, by the way, was the one with the great fashion sense. Nice. They each have, like, their thing. I honestly... I'm not proud of it, but it is on brand for me. My first thought was, because I was sitting here trying to think, like, what is it about the Babysitter's Club that I just don't want, (laughs) I just don't like? And I was like, it's the friendship is what it is. I don't (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what? That's actually true. You're You're like, what is this? No. I'm like, I don't want (laughs) it. It's like a bunch of like girl like friends, right? Like a bunch of like twelve year old like yeah. chick friends. Oh, not my vibe yeah. at all. Even especially as a twelve year old. The other girls, the cool girls who didn't have girlfriends, they'd be like, Yeah, I don't know why girls just don't like me. I'm only friends with boys. Yeah, that wasn't me either. I wasn't friends with anyone at all. <laughs> so so oh and God. I didn't like the boys or the girls. I didn't like anyone at all. Uh, so something about the ba- I don't maybe it's because it was like the shining example of this world that I had no relation to, and maybe secretly somewhere inside I was just I just was bitter because I wanted it. Yeah, Although, you wanted what they had, and you knew it wasn't gonna happen. Yeah, not I because mean, of maybe. anything you did, but they had a they had an exceptional friend group. Like it was unattainable, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. So I think exactly. we all felt that a bit. Like, yeah, it's oh, very man. possible. I mean, I don't remember feeling that way, but I don't remember very much at all about anything. Speculating. From, I'm just guessing. <laughs> now as an adult, I don't like it for the same reason, but from a very true place of I don't, something about it makes me cringe. But uh, you're like, but you, I'll reread it with you. People just like, mm. you know, having fun and starting a babysitting business. No yeah. thanks. Yeah. 
No, thank you. I don't want a bunch of like uh, good vibes, like (laughs) friend, children, babysitting together. I want dragons and despair. And maybe if the babysitters club had more death and dragons in it, then we'd be interested. You know. Yeah. Actually, I'm lying. I I am interested, but. Maybe. Like oh, I was going to tell you my, my shower anecdote because you were talking oh, yeah. about how I forget something that you said about being in the shower just reminded me of it. Um, yeah. Like you said, like everything is worse in the shower, basically. Or, and that like, uh, I forget, you said something that made me think of this anecdote. So I'm going to share it anyways. I might have okay. already shared it before. <laughs> um, when I lived in Oregon, I <clears throat> I got in the shower one day and I was like halfway through my shower and I looked up and there was a giant spider on the ceiling. So oh. I screamed. And uh-huh. then all of a sudden, right outside the bathroom door, I hear my brother just start like cracking up. And then I hear him say something to my sister like, oh, my God, it's still in there. I was, I was so mad. I just remember being oh like my. livid that he knew that there was a big spider somewhere in the shower and he just hadn't told me. <laughs> so like him just hearing me scream, he just knew immediately. It like was. it was a real spider it wasn't a prank he no it was a real, a real spider, spider. <laughs> he was just left it in there alive and i know is this like a thing that boys do because where javi and i used to live very similar situation except that i was just like probably washing my face or something at the sink and then i was like oh my god it's a spider and it scared me and i went into back to our room and i was like javi there's a spider in the bathroom and he's like oh yeah i know and I was like, what do you mean you know? <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's my little buddy. And I'm like, no, we don't have spider buddies. Well, <laughs> Emily did the same thing. In high school, there was this spider that lived like he has one of those. He had one of those showers that had like a little window at the very top, you know, Uh-huh. Uh, like a, the little ledge and stuff. And the spider lived like up there. And it was like a no. normal, like middle sized spider. And she just like let it live there and it lived there for like multiple weeks and she would just go in and take a shower and be like she named it charlotte she was like hey charlotte how's it going <laughs> she was like as long as charlotte stays in her window and i stay in the shower we're good and i was like no. i think that makes sense but i don't i'd be a little sense. weirded out no i mean because i don't even mind worse. spiders but i'd be like hmm, i don't know maybe we should read i mind now. spiders in the house and i really mind spiders in the bathroom if there's any room of the house i don't want spiders in more than any other room it's the bathroom especially yeah. the shower but especially Where you're the at bathroom. your most vulnerable yes at any given time exactly anyways that I was my you. anecdote it's not like really a very very funny anecdote but i just wanted to share i love having anecdotes horrifying. i know <laughs> anecdote well, time I am pumped out of my mind because where well we're recording on Thursday but mm-hmm. so tomorrow for us right now is Friday May 27th and Friday May 27th is when uh the Obi-Wan Kenobi show comes out Stranger Things season four comes oh, out that's right and the Bob's Burgers movie comes out so this is a big day for me I thought you were going to say you were pumped because you're going to, like, Galveston or something, but no. And I'm going to the beach, yes. There we go. You were just like, Bob's Burgers. (laughs) Listen, I love Bob's Burgers, but I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to Houston to watch Stranger Things with Emily, and then, because we watched season two together, but um, anyway, so I'm very excited, and then we're going to go to the beach. That's super fun. But I'm a little worried, because 
And friends, when this comes out, you'll probably, if you're a diehard fan like me, will have seen it all, and then we can laugh later when, you know, we're all destroyed emotionally. But I feel like I'm a little nervous because every episode this season is supposed to be like an hour and 15 minutes long. So I'm like, this is going to be an insanely long season. And I heard they spent like $30 million per episode. So I don't know. There's a lot riding on this because I'm like, what if it's bad? That's super true. Oh my god, it's you're so their nightmare. Scary. You're the voice in the producer's nightmare. You're like, what if I it's know. bad? And you spend all that money on every episode. Oh, I know. I mean, so far they haven't let me down. Um, but you know, there has to be a point. I hope there's not a point where they let me down. But I'm worried that there will be. I'm also worried, and this is going to be funny when Monday comes around and this episode comes out, and we all know. Um, but I am worried there's going to be a major character death because it's been four seasons. This will be the fourth season. And we have had, like, you know, important characters die, but none of, like, the core cast, really. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I think that I will lose my mind. Yeah. My money is on Jonathan Byers. I'm sorry, Jonathan Byers, if you die. Um, I did love you. Anyway, that's my that's my little, uh, that's my Stranger Things spiel right now. It's all wow. that's going on in my head. Also, I saw the funny Nicolas Cage movie oh, this week. I want to see it so Finally. bad. It is I know, a- you would love it. But it is kind of embarrassing humor, some of it. So I worry for you. Well, Not all of it, though. Yeah, but it's a movie about Nicolas Cage. <laughs> like in the most, like, the most like tongue-in-cheek way and so I'm just ex- yes. I'm going and expecting it so I think right. we'll be okay because I'm okay. just expecting that to be what it is oh yeah uh, okay. I might still cringe a little bit but it won't be like where I just cringe <clears throat> the whole time and I, all I do is hurt <laughs> right right <laughs> and it's supposed to be funny <laughs> I have not um finished watching Stranger Things so I'm not cut up at all I don't even think I finished season two well, um, you can cut my Stranger Things rant. Um, no, no, no. Well, people are probably we'll like, in. what the hell? Why sure do people care are so excited much? about it? No, I think most people are excited about Stranger Things. Oh, but, here's um, the thing you might care about. I started watching season three of Dairy Girls. Ah! And I love it. It's so cute. So I didn't far. realize season three was out. I don't well, know anything. It's technically not out where we live, but <gasps> I found it online. <laughs> oh my god, you snake. The FBI is gonna come kill me. But um <laughs> Yeah, they do that. They do that for people who find they do things that early online. I well it's it's out in the UK but not for us, so I'm like that's not fair. So yeah. I just found it. You're like, um, excuse me, I am more of a fan than all of everyone in the UK combined. Yeah, so. screw y'all. I've seen it so many times. But that's the thing, though. I was a little worried because I found it just, like, on a website. So I was like, it's not going to have subtitles. So I was a little concerned because they talk, you know, with such thick accents. Yeah. But I started watching it. And I was like, oh, I have no problem understanding anything anyone is saying. That's how many no. times I've seen the show. I am not surprised at all that you have no issue with that. No uh, issue. I was going to say about Bob's Burgers, too, is I actually want to watch it. It's like the only <gasps> adult cartoon that I like. And I don't know why. All I know is that I've like been around when people have been watching it multiple times. And I've been like, like really interested. And then they'll like turn it <laughs> off. And I'm like, wait, I wasn't done watching that over your shoulder. And oh so I don't God. know why. But for some reason, I really like Bob's Burgers. I like uh, the tiny one with the pink hat. I like Louise. her energy. She Louise. has, he, yeah, you guys have very similar energies. <laughs> I, I think like that, her. well, 
Ash, you can come over and watch Bob's Burgers with me literally anytime you want because I always want to watch it. It's like like a constant for me. I think I've almost brought it up to you before, but I've been like kind of ashamed of myself. So I've only come to terms with the fact that there is in (laughs) fact an adult cartoon that I enjoy. (laughs) Join us. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Are you excited for the book? I'm excited for the book. (laughs) I have feelings about the book. Yeah. I have feelings. (laughs) It was a good book. Uh, This episode we're doing Fallen by Lauren Kate. It was a listener recommendation. And I swear, I promise you, I searched through all of our messages. I don't know if our listener is no longer on Insta. And that's why I can't find the message. Or if I am just completely blind, which is also possible. Uh, So (laughs) please reach out. DM us for credit. We would love to give you credit, listener, for recommending this book. Um, this was just like the ultimate YA, YA, and I was, honestly, it was very refreshing. And then I remembered that I have a weird thing about angel stories, not to like, (laughs) spoiler, but I should have very quickly realized it's not... I didn't realize either. I feel so <laughs> stupid. I have so much to say about this because it was a roller coaster for me reading this book. It was a roller coaster. I, I am horrified, so horrified to say that I, not to get super into it before we do our author bio, but let me just say I for once was like, oh my God, I finally like the guy who's the nice guy. I finally like... <laughs> horrible i told carissa yesterday when we recorded the scriptarian society our sister podcast for writers i told her carissa you'd be so proud of me because i had not finished the book yet and i was like i'm so into this like nice guy character and i don't like the other one at all because he's so like aloof and i just don't like it and i will say that that made it really hard for me to like even get what she saw in him and I get that they had the whole like you know magical connection and stuff but I was just like why is it attractive for a man to act like he doesn't care about you and so the other guy oh, was like God. he's making every effort <laughs> it's sweet oh that is the funniest thing I have ever heard especially because while I'm reading this effing book, I'm thinking, this is so weird. Usually I go for the nice guy. I am not feeling it this time. <laughs> I was like, what I like that happened. And Something then, in our souls like knew the twist at the end, <laughs> and we stayed true in the end. We did. We were like, listen, we can, yeah. We can actually, just... we only do one thing. <laughs> we will never agree on a love interest. I think, and I, I love that so. for us. You know, I, I love really it. thought we were gonna this time, though. I, and I, I was wondering if we would. I was so, so surprised that I and I felt tricked and I was like, I finally did the thing. I finally liked the nice one. <laughs> Come on. And for oh, reasons we'll God. get into in the summary, it's, if you guys haven't read the book or you don't like recall right away, you might be like, why is that so funny? It's um, funny, trust us. It's just listen to our summary. It'll be funny. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, is if it- you know the story, you're probably... Already like, laughing. Yes, I hope they are. That uh, that is hilarious. That is so funny. God, what a mess! He's All right, so now upset. I'm more excited than I was before. <laughs> oh God. Oh man. Okay. Well, I'll talk about Lauren real quick, and then yeah. I I do have to preface some of the thing with. Should I do that now or after we talk about Lauren? Just my experience with this so far, because I have a big surprise. 
about uh, well, I just prefaced mine, so maybe just go ahead and preface okay. yours since I already threw this off track. It. Okay. Well, basically, I had seen this book, you know, for years. Like, I've always seen the cover or whatever, mm-hmm. and I just never read it. It was one of those. So anyways, like, okay, great, we're reading it. So I'm reading it, and I'm like, okay, I'm kind of liking this. I mean, it's very YA, uh, but, you know, I think we as a society need this. Like, this is the kind of book we need more of. (laughs) We failed YA supernatural romance. Um, And so I'm, like, reading it. I'm like, okay, sure. And I'm talking about it to Haley, my roommate Haley, and she is like, oh, my God. She's like, is this about fallen angels? And I was like, I don't think so. Because I had, like, just started it, and I, Wait, like, literally... hang I on. Did, I did not even read the back. Like, I didn't read anything about it. I just I didn't went in either. completely blind. I did not even make the connection until you just now said that. That it's Fallen Angels? Yeah. <laughs> Ash, he literally says, I'm one of the Fallen. <laughs> As in Fallen Angels. My brain did the stupid oh, thing it does God. where it it has a logical assumption but it's like the stupid like roundabout the way I do math wrong and then still get the right answer type of logic. Because oh I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys what my hypothesis about these characters was. And I could still be true. Okay. I don't know what the lore that Lauren has built into this book is. I think that our lovers are Adam and Eve. And then they, you know, they created the fall. And so that's why I would thought it was fallen. And I somehow, but even, okay, which is like, see, there's a lot of like very real logic there, but it was not the Occam's razor thing. Cause I should have just, I should have just. (laughs) That's actually cool though. I didn't even think of that at all. Okay. But he literally says I'm one of the fallen. And I was like, I wonder what that means. You're like, "Hmm, that's interesting. What a thing to say. What a thing to say. I wonder if they're Adam and Eve. Instead of like fallen angels. So I'm an idiot. So don't feel too bad that you didn't notice because I still didn't notice. (laughs) Oh, my God. But he, okay, so Haley is like, um, I think, anyway, she was like, oh, I thought it was, blah, blah, blah. Then she texts me later that day and she's like, Kendall, oh, my God, what is the name of the main character in the book? And I was like, her name is Luce Price. And she was like, oh, my God, this is the same book as that movie we've been seeing ads for. And I was like, no way. What? Basically, for literally months, Haley and I on our TV, they'll just like show like little thumbnail ads for like this movie. And I forgot Uh what the movie was called because we'll just see it and see like there are three teens on it looking hot. And we're like, oh, that'll be funny. That looks like a bad movie to watch. That would be fun to watch. And Haley was like, it's called Fallen. Oh my God, it's the same book. It's the same movie. And I was like, okay, well, we're watching it tonight. So last night, me and Haley watched the Fallen movie. movie? (laughs) Oh my God, I didn't know. I didn't know. Was it anything like the Maximum Ride movie? It, okay, I will say this. It was better than the Maximum Ride movie because I don't think anything could possibly be worse than the Maximum Ride movie. But was it good? No. But <laughs> what, were there some redeeming qualities? I will say yes. And there were some really funny Letterboxd reviews for it. Anyway, so I just have to preface by saying I have seen the movie and, but you know, at this point I have seen I haven't movie. seen the Maximum Ride one either because I watched the preview and I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Here's oh, my yeah, other preface. Horrible. I don't typically like angel stories. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I'm just like, well, they're angels. And I'm just like, it's not attractive. There's something about them where I'm like, <laughs> I just don't buy 
that you're into this like human teenager. I don't know what it is. Maybe if it was like set like in a historical time, like in biblical times, then maybe I would be like, okay, this makes sense. But like modern day angel romance is just not my vibe. I have a very hard time like jiving with it. You're like, why does this angel care about this girl who knows what Snapchat is? An angel does not care what Snapchat is. That's exactly it. I'm like, it doesn't compute. I just don't. I don't understand. I also feel strongly that like, um, because I picture it like a movie, right? And I can't picture like a human teenager except like with as an angel except without thinking like with like very like like cardboard feather stuck on glued on the wings wings yeah. i the have wings such a problem so with the cheesy. wings they're yeah. always cheesy and so now yeah. it's very hard because when i read the book i think of wow it, how would this be as a movie and it's <laughs> it would be cheesy i would say the yes. show lucifer is the only time i have ever seen angel wings done in a not cheesy way and it's not in any way the focal point and they're not in every episode. It's like every like fifth or sixth episode. So I can deal. Yes, if it was in every yeah. episode too, it would be bad. And there are still some moments where I'm like, I wish your wings weren't out right now. <laughs> can you like tuck those back in? Just, Thanks. <laughs> um, just because like even the mechanics of it is not, it's so foreign. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's weird. That that's the only, Lucifer is like the only time I've seen the wings done in an okay way. Well, Anyways, I will that's say. That's my preface. Oh, good. I loved it. I, I was very surprised because the wings in this movie were not, like, horrible. They actually did them in kind of a cool way where it was, like, light and there was, like, I don't know. They looked okay. Haley and I both were like, oh, that's weird. The wings don't look horrible. Nice. We were fully expecting them to look horrible. Yeah, because I mean, I'm not saying ride. That... Right. Yeah, that's the other thing. I think that we just shouldn't make stuff where people have to fly with wings. Like, let's just avoid it altogether. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing, too, is in Lucifer, like, you don't see them fly. Yeah, um, I don't. And that's don't what makes all it. the difference in the world. I don't want to see them fly. <laughs> and that's made all the difference. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh. Anyway. So, yeah. Well, I, was here for the, I was here for some of the, like, teenage romance and got to pick between the two boys. And I picked wrong again, and I'm so mad because I really <laughs> thought, like, this time I picked the nice guy. <laughs> You're like, here I go. I'm going to be right. <laughs> nope. nope. I was genuinely attracted to that one and not the other one. There's just something in my core that knows. <laughs> You're like, no, I, I will pick the, the bad boy for sure, no matter what. A hundred percent. Oh, God. <clears throat> okay. So a little bit about Lauren Kate, the author. Uh, she was born March 21st, 1981. Oh, by the way, there weren't, I didn't find any good.orgs, so I am using laurenkate.net and Wikipedia. <laughs> laurenkate.net, that's amazing. Yep. Uh, so she was born March 21st, 1981. So she's an Aries? She's an Aries. Okay, this is, I have feelings about this, because I literally, after last episode, was like, God, have we done any Aries authors? Why are none of like these good authors Aries? And then the only Aries author, of course, we landed on one who writes something I would never write and have a very hard time accepting <laughs> as a genre. You just don't Great. fit in with your people, I guess. I don't know. This is this is why I didn't like the Babysitters Club. This is my problem. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So she. Uh... <laughs> She was born in Ohio, but she was raised in Dallas. Um, Texas? And, yes, Dallas, Texas. 
Because <laughs> well, no, I was raised in no, Dallas, Dallas, Texas. Indiana. <laughs> yeah, maybe you met her. <gasps> maybe you, you never know. Maybe you met her. Um, although I actually don't think she lives there anymore. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know. Anyway, do um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a world. So she uh, went to um, Emory University and also uh, the University of California, Davis, and she got her master's degree in fiction. Ooh, and cool. it was actually her time at Emory University that inspired the setting for Fallen as like a deep south setting. Um, I enjoyed she, that. I did too. I love a like Southern Gothic, you know. I, w- exactly I did read that it was. it was like like a Savannah boarding school or something. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. I am absolutely <laughs> here for this setting 100%. I know. And, it was like, and there's a cemetery on the school campus. And I was like, yeah, I'm into it. Tell me more lo- about the cemetery. I love a good cemetery. I love a good, like, I think the South can be very spooky because of, like, sometimes, like, I don't know, the setting of it, like, the moss hanging from all yes. the trees. Like, it's kind of hot and, like, it feels old and, like, prehistoric <laughs> kind of or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, like, swampy hot. Yeah. Yeah, swampy hot. Because swamps are scary. That's what it is. So, yeah. I don't know. I was into it. I also enjoyed it. And then, okay, before we even get into it, I really loved the description of the food that one time when she's talking about, like, pickled okra. Like, oh, my God. Biscuits and gravy. Yes. Everything she described Grits. in that, like, picnic or whatever, I was like, now I'm hungry. All Sweet of it tea. sounds fantastic. Cheesy grits with extra jalapenos. I was like, oh, oh my God. I've been trying to preach the gospel of cheesy grits my whole life, and I've been having <laughs> such a hard time getting people to accept, oh, to God. convert. Because the people I know who eat grits eat, like, the sweet ones. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's cheesy grits. Cheesy grits. And oh, with pickled sure. jalapenos on it. Oh, my God. Yeah, so and she's popping that pickled okra. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God. Like, I would do anything for biscuits and gravy. Like, I was like, you understand me right now, Luce. Although, for mm-hmm. a picnic, I was like, this is an interesting picnic. I don't know. I've it never, like, taken, taken it out for a picnic, but well, whatever. Well, I think her parents were like, we feel bad about being bad parents, so we're going <laughs> to bring you all your favorite foods. Yeah, that's exactly what was happening. And she kind of, like, went with it, too. She was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, she was like, that's fine. I love my food. Um, so she, uh, so Lauren wrote, um, well, okay, 2009 was an amazing year for a girl, Lauren. You want to know why? She had both of her first two books that she ever released came out in 2009. And she got married in 2009. What an amazing year to be Lauren Kate. I know. God, I'm so jealous. Good for her. What was I doing in 2009? <laughs> I was reading Twilight. <laughs> so yeah, I was. How old were we in 2009? Uh, 11. 12. 12. I was still living in Dallas. <gasps> hmm. Yeah. Maybe she I was don't there. know what I was doing. I have almost no memory of that time in my life. <laughs> No idea. I probably I mean, saw you at some point. I know. I was like, I feel like we probably hung out at least once. <laughs> we usually, we yeah, would probably. usually do that. Like over the summer, we'd go like at least once. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Also, her husband on Wikipedia, her, his profession is listed as poet slash singer songwriter. So, wow. <laughs> He's a poet slash singer songwriter. To have she's, enough she's success an author. to list that as your career, my I God, know. that's amazing. Maybe he lives off her though. Maybe she's like the money maker, and he like it's like he's like pursuing his passions. Yeah, Maybe. who knows? It's very possible. Um, they have two kids. Aww, um, the best. Yeah, and also I was very 
interested to find oh i forgot um she has sold more than 11 million copies of her books which is pretty pretty impressive i hadn't for heard of this book how had i not heard really? of this book i, I really definitely hadn't. seen it well there are like six of them in this series um there's like four like main books six and then there is a this is what i was so excited about there is a uh book that is just filled of novellas that are about the past lives That's and amazing. i was like thank god because while i was reading this i was like this is what i want i want the i want yeah. the past lives you're like i will write if this doesn't exist <laughs> yeah and then there's another book that's like short stories about cam so interesting. Ooh, that is <laughs> interesting. Like, uh, <laughs> yes my interest has been tell peaked, me more <laughs> So she, she wrote the Fallen series, but her first book was called The Betrayal of Natalie Hargrove. And so that came out first, and then the Fallen series came out, mm-hmm. or like the first one did. And then she's also written the Teardrop series and this book called something about an orphan that came out like in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. Something orphan. Oh, that was pretty recent. Yeah. And then her, but most recently this year, she published a book called By Any Other Name. And I think it's like an office romance. So What? Yeah. That's so interesting. So that's what our girl uh, Lauren Kate is up to. Nice. I think I also cannot, I just, my brain is not romantic enough. So whenever it's like a paranormal romance or a supernatural romance, because the romance is the primary plot line, I have a hard time being like, oh, the stakes are so high. I'm like, oh, you can't be together, boo-hoo, like, which is horrible because no, I am not just, very romantic. So I have a hard time. It's not. I want I was, it to be. I've been told that my books are not very romantic, even when I'm trying to make them romantic. So I do need to work on that. But <laughs> See, I feel like I have the opposite problem. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I have such a good plot for this. And then I realize the whole plot is basically people getting together with other stuff happening and i'm like why can i, I never wish. write something that doesn't have people getting mine is together the opposite i need it to be more because then at the very end i'm like oh wait that couple was supposed to get together and so then i kind of like <laughs> they're like the main characters and i kind of write that they get together at the very end and i'm like yeah that's sufficient they like maybe like peck each other on the lips at the end of book one and i've made the poor readers wait the whole you're like book. there it is they're together what more do you want from me <laughs> i'm like look i did the thing you asked for romance i gave you romance <laughs> oh. oh my god yeah i think that's part of my vibe i'm not into angels and i'm not as a like a ya genre and i'm not, not into romance you're not a star-crossed lovers gal either and i really am so i was like feeling it but i yeah the star-crossed lovers part i was like mm, seems hard Hmm. I know that's why I'm it's like my favorite dang it I just felt like Cam there was a lot to his backstory we didn't get I felt like he was gonna have a really interesting history and they weren't star-crossed necessarily not that there wouldn't be challenges but I also thought wow he's being so sweet and sincere and then Lauren pulled the rug right out from under me. She did. She was like, oh, no, no, no. You thought wrong. Well, you know, maybe we'll get more. Cam- I'm sure we get more Cam in the other books. Plus, he gets his own freaking short story collection. So Yeah. And fine. in the epilogue, I'm like, wait, so maybe he's not all bad. Uh, I know. I just kind of want him to be evil, though. I was like, oh, great. Now I feel I have like to he can't not caring about him. Yeah. 
I feel like he must be evil. I feel like every indication is that he's evil. And I would like to say maybe he's not. But I feel like every logical indication is that he's evil. <laughs> well, I think he's evil now. But I think that th- people who wrote the series are like, oh, my God, please. <laughs> like, but please but I, like throughout the whole series, I think that he's going to end up becoming like their, like their sort of ally who like was evil. But now he's like getting a little nicer and I well, think then that's the- awful because I want her to be with him then <laughs> that's what I think I think the rest of the series is gonna have more of a love triangle it's gonna yeah. be like a twilight thing because in book one you're like but with okay, angels it's literally only Edward yeah but then in like book two it's like oh wait Jacob mm. you know I think that's what's gonna yeah happen. also like Tiger's Curse is the, th- the first yeah. book is all uh Ren and the second book is all uh, Ren, I mean Kishan. How can you tell the difference? They're basically identical characters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. But no, but yeah, yeah. And then it gets more into the love triangle. I guess that that's... See, this is... You would think after reading so many books that this this pattern would be familiar to me, but it's still completely foreign to me. <laughs> You're like, what? I thought he was nice. Oh, well. Yeah, every time it's like the first time. <laughs> Wow, what an exciting way to live, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what happens when you have a goldfish brain. Goldfish brain, goldfish brain. Everything is always new. Anyways, (laughs) is there anything else about Lauren? Uh, No. That's excellent. (laughs) 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 All right. Let's do it. Let's Let's talk about the plot. Yeah, in my brain I was like, and now Kendall's going to give us the summary. No, that's my job. I mean, I can if you want me to. We can just no, do no, it no. together. I got this. So we start out, and we've got this character. I thought her name was Lucy, but apparently it's Luce. Mm-hmm. It's Luce, yeah. So Luce, oh my god, I suddenly forgot her last name. But it's short for Lucinda Price. That's right. Her name is Lucinda mm-hmm. Price. I feel like I've heard that name in other stories, too. But I do like the name Lucinda a lot. And I love the nickname Lucy, so that probably was wishful thinking that I thought it was mm-hmm. Lucy. But Luce, uh, so basically she's starting school at this, like, ref- it's a reform school, not just a boarding school. And like Kendall said, the setting is, like, deep south, but it's, like, old money deep south, like Georgia. So, like, like lots of, like, Civil War era history and even, like, pre-Civil War, like, revolutionary era type stuff and just, and just very interesting, um, like, setting for this kind of stuff. Uh, But anyway, so she's starting the reform school, and at first we just get these hints that, first of all, why is this totally normal girl in reform school? Something terrible happened, and it may or may not be her fault, although she thinks it's probably not her fault. But the police are like, "Uh, we think it's your fault. And the judge is like, "Mm, I still kind of think it's your fault. We just don't have enough evidence. And her parents are like, no, sweetie, we don't think it's your fault, but they also kind of think it's her fault. They totally think it's her fault. They're scared of her. Yeah, they're definitely (laughs) scared of her. So that's a bummer. Um, In fact, it's horrible. They only live 20 minutes from the reform school, which is just awful to me that they just... What? Go for it. Yeah, and the town that they live in is called Thunderbolt, which I think is cool. That is cool. Is that a real town? I should have looked that up. I don't know, but I was like, whoa, cool name. It's a cool name. Anyway, so she gets there. Um, the dress code is basically that the kids have to wear all black. Oh, it's totally Fallen Angel vibes from the beginning, and I just did not. <laughs> it was just right <laughs> over my head. Oh my just God. like the romance, just right over my head. Um, so... She starts there. Uh, she meets Ariane. Ariana? How do you say her name? Uh, I think it's Ariane. Okay, that's what I thought. Ariane. I like the spelling. I just didn't know how to pronounce it. So Ariane, yeah. she's this, like, she's crazy. I loved her so much. Yeah, she's funny. She's, she's So she's a little psycho. Oh, what? in in the movie, she is played by Jenya from Shadow and Bone. What? 
Yeah. When, when did this like, movie come out? Uh, 2016, 2017 or something like that. So not that old. It's not that old. It's like too old for what it is. Like, uh-huh. it. this is the thing that should have come out in like 2008. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Or 2010. That's what it sounds like. It's that's why I'm surprised because it sounds like like a 2008 movie, but yeah. instead it's a it's a 2017 movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Maximum Ride felt like a movie out of the 80s or something. Anyways, um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Lucy has started. She's got this mysterious thing in her past. So she's at this boarding school slash reform school. It's really strict. There's cameras everywhere, which they call Reds, which I liked. Um, I liked that too. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, she has her own room when she's got like the lock and everything, and all the other like delinquent kids have their own like locks, and everyone's a delinquent at the school basically. Mm-hmm. Um, my goldfish brain is so strong. I just saw your cat on your table and behind you, and then my brain was like, there's a table behind me, and there's a cat on the table behind <laughs> me, and I was like, that's not your screen, Ash. That's Kendall's screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, earlier when Javi came in through your door, I was like, Who's behind me? Like, I thought it was me. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like we're, like, straight out of, like, the 60s or something. Like, we've never seen technology. (laughs) We are, like, so amazed. (laughs) We're just shocked. Like, did something just come through? I don't know. I think it was your door. Is that a cat? No, no, that was my cat. (laughs) (laughs) No, dear, that's my cat. God, the distraction is hard because my goldfish brain. I did warn you guys this was going to happen, though. She meets Ariane. Ariane cuts her hair short to match Lucy. They run into Molly. Mm -hmm. Molly's a a bitch. Oh, I forgot. When she first gets there, though, she sees the main (gasps) love interest. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing too loud on the mic. I'm sorry. Um, She She sees Cam. Okay, when she first gets there. She sees Cam first. She gets there. She has to go through, like, the metal detector and stuff. There's all the other new kids coming in. There's Gabby, who's, like, blonde and southern with pink nails. I Mm kind of enjoyed Gabby's vibe from the beginning, but I didn't know she was going to be an antagonist. I loved her from the beginning. She is my favorite character. She's (laughs) good. I really liked her. I really enjoyed Gabby. And then at the end, I was like, God, I love her so much. Yeah. Yeah, She definitely reached favorite status. Luce was like, oh, I just can't stand Gabby. And I'm like, I'm sorry, honey, but you're wrong about this one. Gabby is a queen. Gabby is amazing. (laughs) Now, Molly's the worst and Ariane is crazy, but we love her anyways. But Gabby's amazing. Yeah. so she meets the other new kids there, and they all look kind of hardcore. She's really not. She doesn't, like, have, like, a record or anything. Just this one event that is yeah. basically all we know is there was fire involved, and a boy died, a boy that she was kissing or going to kiss or something, mm-hmm. which I feel like was not actually explained. But I don't know. I'm still confused about some elements of this book, and yeah, I'm wondering. I'm, it, I'm thinking, I'm, like, assuming it'll just be explained in the next one. In the next one. book. I assume so, too. But, yeah, yeah so she meets... In her group is Todd, uh, Cam, and Gabby, and then her, mm-hmm. Luce. And, and Cam so, has been there before. He's like a yeah. returning student to the reform school. And he's he basically looks like Percy Jackson, but older. Oh, is that what you took from that? Okay. That not no, no, my listen. perception. He's tall. <laughs> all right. He's tall. Like, Percy gets kind of tall when he's older. Of he's got he does. dark. He's got, like, a dark mop of hair and big green eyes. That's Percy Jackson. Okay, okay, yeah, I guess physically those are the same descriptions. Yeah, I didn't mean personality-wise. I meant he no, no. looks physically. I, 
I just think, like he's got, but he's got more of a grungier like yeah, but he's grungy. vibe. I he's like a grungy Percy, I guess. I, I thought but Percy I, was. I mean, Percy's not grungy, but he's not preppy. He's not preppy. I think Percy does not know what, anything about fashion, and no. he just wears like basketball shorts. Cam That's what knows I a little Percy. about fashion, but Daniel, our other boy. I think his fashion's horrible. So I, Okay, I have to agree with you on that one. I was like, oh, God, what are we going for here? She's today? like, there he was leaning against the wall in his leather jacket and bright red scarf. And I was like, what's the boy wearing a bright red scarf for? In the South? Seriously? I was like, I'm sorry, in Georgia? In Georgia <laughs> right in now? early September? Like, you are literally, so. you are kidding me. That is one of the things that Haley and I were cracking up about in the movie because they... First of all, it just doesn't look like Georgia and the the not that I've been to Georgia. Actually, I have been to Georgia. I can say that. But yeah. the um, but like the the school itself in the movie does not look like how I mentioned it at all. But I was like, OK, whatever. But the thing that got me was that everybody is constantly wearing jackets like in multiple layers walking around and i'm no. like i'm sorry is it literally january 3rd like that's the only time you would ever be able to wear this yeah. in georgia like yeah. you're kidding me there's yeah. no way it's I was, crazy <laughs> i was like they just clearly did not do research no Although everybody everybody in the cast i think was british so i'm like where did they film this <laughs> not what not they, no, like just the cast members were British, not like that everyone had a British accent. No, no, no. That's what I was reacting to. I assumed, yeah. but like, why? I don't know. It just, I guess it just happened that way. I have no idea. How but I will say, I like the guy who played Daniel because I've seen him in other stuff. He was in like this Great Expectations that I loved, and then he was also in Mamma Mia too. Ah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, he's a Fun. cutie, and I will say. I kind of was in love with him watching the movie. I was like, wait, you are so cute right now. Um, I'm really I upset a, I didn't watch the movie. I have a thing for blonde boys. Like, I have mm-hmm. an issue. Like, they're so cute to me. But he was so adorable. But I was like, ooh, my boy, you are not quite nailing this American exit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> every, now, every now and then it would slip out and I'd be like, oh, what? I'm sorry. Why did you say it like that? It, yeah, happens it happens to the best of them. It I does. See, in real life. I was only ever attracted to, like, blonde, blue-eye boys, which is funny because in books I was only ever attracted to, like, dark hair, green-eye, brown-eye boys. And then I married a dark hair, green-eye boy. And so I guess I really stayed true to myself. But for some reason, up until Javi, I was only attracted to, like, blonde dudes. I don't know what that is because <laughs> never know. in books. It's, <laughs> like, strange. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, that's not, like, a hard and fast rule. I have found, like... I find yeah. everybody attractive. Oh, it's not I a hard like a big at all. for having no. crushes. But um, the <laughs> I definitely didn't have like an actual type type. I just no, like, no. coincidentally the attractive boys in our group, there were few yes. of them and it was yes. a little group of homeschoolers and they were blonde. And yeah. I was like, I it's guess just, it's blonde boys. Listen, but that's what it is, you know, until you find anything else. <laughs> because I was like, in books, these they're not real. These are just in books, the guys with yeah. dark hair and green eyes. They don't exist in real life. <laughs> Oh, how cute. Yeah, they like, do, actually. Percy Jackson has that, and he's not real, so. No, it's exactly. Like, and then Cam showed up in Fallen, and I'm like, well, oh, Cam God. has it, too. I'm just saying. I mean, I didn't know that I was going to like him yet, and he has, like, a sun tattoo on the back of his neck, and I've oh, got yeah. one on my shoulder, so I was just like, I'm feeling you, Cam, and I don't know anything about you yet. 
And then we started to get to know him. And basically, it's clear right away that Cam is very interested in Luce. He's being yes. really sweet, but not like overly like sappy sweet. Like he's still like kind of edgy, very funny, very casual and lighthearted, but just like very like aware of her. And yeah. I think that I like that more than like way more than like the falling over themselves type thing is when you can just tell that the guy is aware of you. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's just attractive. No, I agree. He had like he had an okay vibe at the beginning. I was like feeling it cuz I was like cuz our other love interest Daniel was doing a complete Edward Cullen slash Mr. Darcy where yeah. he's acting like he like he's interested in her but then he'll like not talk to her for a long time and he's doing like a weird thing. The very first thing yeah. he does when he sees her is flip her off. Flip her off. <laughs> she looks at was- him. It's this like <laughs> this star-crossed moment where sudden something in her is like this boy it's like I know him it's like I'm in love with and then he flips her off and she's like what the hell (laughs) I honestly thought it was pretty funny it was funny it um, was the only way to pull off something like this where this character for no reason for apparently no reason at all is just like so I'm in love with this boy basically (laughs) Luce, Luce sees him sees Daniel Grigory this is the other boy dude like, she's, like, getting shown around the campus by Ariane, and then there's Daniel Gregory in his uh, his leather jacket and his bright red scarf, oh, which God. I can't get over. And um, he's just chilling there laughing with a friend, and then she sees him. They have that moment. He flips her off. She's like, what the hell? And then from then on out, she's like, so I am in love with Daniel Gregory. And I just had the hardest time with this. So I guess, I mean... I don't like the aloofness, but also the only way that this could have been pulled off is the way that Lauren Kate did it, where Daniel played... A strong start, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Daniel played such hard to get. Yes, he did. He really did. I will say, I normally don't go for that, but I think there was something Edward Cullen-esque about him that made me like it. See, I didn't like it when he did it either. This is... I know, I know. But then the thing about, I was really willing to go with Cam. I was like, listen, I don't hate your vibe. Like, you seem very cute. Like, I like that you're, you know, interested in her. The thing that immediately, though, made me be like, I don't think this is going to work out for me, Cam, is the fact that he gave her a guitar pick with his room number (laughs) on it. What the hell was that? I don't know why, but I read that and I was like, okay, I, this is not I completely not forgot about that. I I my this. brain, I couldn't I was like, why would he have a guitar pick with his phone number on it and my brain didn't like it, so I just completely forgot about it. It is it was very very dumb. I was why like, would he have do that? this ahead of time? Exactly. What it wasn't it was his room number like, "Hey, come meet me in my room." And yeah. I was like, "Okay, sir, did you do you write out your room number on a bunch of guitar picks just to give to girls or like what happened? Like I didn't how think that he had sense? done that. I felt like this was like potentially like a problem with the writing that maybe something unrealistic was written in. I didn't think he was trying to be like, and here's my room number if you want to come visit me in the nighttime. Like, well, I didn't no. think that that's what was going on. No, that's not what I thought was going on either. I just think it's stupid to have it written out on a guitar To have pick. it all written out. At the very end of the book, when we realize, spoiler alert, which this whole episode is spoiler, so <laughs> that he is known about her for, you know, centuries upon centuries, then I'm kind of like... Maybe he did. He was like 17 years. Uh, Luce will be arriving soon. I got to go make me a guitar pick with my room number on it. Oh, God. Because he's sitting there planning out. Daniel's like, hey, when I see her again, when I see her again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear my red scarf and I'm going to flip her off. That ought to keep her away. And Cam is like, I know just what to do. I'm going to sweep her oh, off her feet. Oh, 
I'm gonna print my room number on a guitar pick. It's gonna be so so cool, so sly, and then I'm gonna offer oh her champagne and underage party. <laughs> you know what? I feel like this is them giving up. They're like, whatever, it's gonna happen again anyway. Like this has been thousands of years, so they're like, yeah. sure. I guess this time I'll flip her off. What's the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> so true oh i forgot to say there's a prologue the prologue which is kind of important oh the prologue is so important oh no okay so very briefly i will try to get through this briefly guys i'm sorry so the prologue is about uh it's daniel grigory uh shocker there uh i don't even know if they say his name but we we've put it together very very quickly and he this is like the early 1800s i think or mid 1800s and he's drawing a picture of this beautiful woman beautiful woman appears in his room and he's upset because he was basically gonna try and like leave at night and not tell her that he was leaving and she's like where are you going why would you leave me and he's like you don't understand we can't do this every time it's like this and she's and basically they end up kissing in this scene and then basically she just like turns into like ashes and it's horrible. It's very upsetting. It's but very upsetting. I was uh, I was immediately hooked. I do have to say that. Oh, I was same. Like, what an okay, interesting what? concept. I was like, oh. okay, tell me more. Yes. I also realized while reading this book that I love past lives thing. I was like, wait, this is my new favorite trope. It I is am not done enough. With this. It's very we need good. More of it. We yeah. need more of it. I was I like, does this make so much sense? Because then you can have Daniel and Luce like kind of barely knowing each other, but falling in love. And it makes sense because you're like, okay, they know each other though. Like there were things about him where she was like, he knew him, but she didn't know him yet. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I was like, this is so good. Oh my it God, is. I love this. It's so good. Plus then you get them in a bunch of different outfits. <laughs> Honestly, like, no, my costume designer, makeup designer brain is like, exactly that's the whole point is that yeah. i want to see them wearing different costumes in different time periods yes me too also my archaeologist brain is like i want to see this in every historical period yes yes i yes, want to see this me happen too. uh but anyway so in the prologue it's basically implied that this is far from the first time that this has happened so you get the sense that every time this couple comes together like they can't actually be together because it kills her basically uh, mm-hmm. So now we flash back forward to what we were talking about. She just got to school. She's met Cam. She's met Daniel. She's met all the others. Uh, the classes are horrible and long and boring. Miss Sophia is the librarian. And God, I loved her so much until I didn't. But <laughs> God, she was one. She was the only nice one. And she was so yeah. sweet and reasonable. And the others were like intense and mean. It's awful. These kids are basically in prison, it feels like, most it, of the time. Okay, I want to... Yeah, can we talk really quick about the fact that Ariane got, like, tasered? Yeah, why didn't we ever come back to that? She got, like, tasered. Never came back to it. I was like, what is going on? This cannot be legal. (laughs) No, there's a couple things that I'm like... I want, we need to circle back to this. And I would have liked if we circled back to it in the first book, but we didn't. So I'm hoping that the series circles back to it. Like a good handful of things. And I have to assume that it does. Um, But that was one of them. Yeah. Like Arianne got, so basically Luce's first week there, it doesn't go so smoothly. She's getting picked on by Molly, who is a horrible person. And basically in the cafeteria, Luce is a vegetarian, by the way, which also I thought was going to be more 
relevant somehow to the plot because it came up a few <laughs> times for some reason. <laughs> then it, it kind of just drifted off. But uh, anyways, so Molly like dumps her meatloaf on her head in the cafeteria and now they all call her meatloaf. And I'm like, oh, yeah, kids are so clever. <laughs> like, <laughs> Good one, guys. Wow. Good one. There's meatloaf in your hair. Let's call her meatloaf. But this is how she meets her like new bestie, Pennyweather. That's her name, right? Yeah. Which doesn't make sense, but I no, love but I like her. it. Penny Weather something Van Sickle, and I enjoyed yeah. that name a lot. But Pen, and she's so sweet. She's like definitely a dork and a nerd. She's the only one who's uh-huh. not a delinquent. Her father used uh-huh. to be the groundskeeper, and he passed away. But he had made an agreement with the headmaster that Pen could continue going to school there because they really didn't have money for her to go anywhere else. Uh, and Pen is like so positive, honestly. And she's also got all the dirt on everyone because she like helps out in the office, <laughs> and she's not a delinquent, and she's allowed to. So yeah. that's fun. So she and Lucer are buds now. Molly is her enemy. Ariane got zapped because Ariane decided she was going to defend Luce against Molly and get into a physical fight. And then they, I guess they zapped her or something. Like she had like this yeah. wristband had, like, this, on. And... Yes. I was like, what? And they really never came back to it never at all. Never at all. No. I was so confused. It was really upsetting, though. It was upsetting. I was like, I'm sorry, a student is being tasered right now in the yeah. school, and we're just going to be like, okay, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> also, I realized um, this: the classes are, like, each, like, three hours long. Like, they have to stand that, like, not each class is three hours long, but they basically, there's, like, only a few different, like, classrooms that they cycle through, and so they get, like, multiple subjects taught in the same room, and so I remember having a reaction like oh my god that's such a long time because Ariane was like yeah settle in Luce as she's you know introducing her on the first day to everything she's like we're not gonna be out of here till lunchtime we're gonna be here for three hours and I was thinking oh my god that's so cruel and then I realized wait I had classes in college that were regularly two and a half hour classes and that was the whole thing (laughs) I mean we got to get up and walk around a little bit like a teeny tiny bit but my horror at theirs from as an outsider, I was like, oh my god, that's inhumane. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh wait, that was me. <laughs> wait, I voluntarily paid a college a lot of money to do that to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Anyways, so all that's going on. Uh, Cam has kind of a get-together in his room. He is sweet and charming, but not like overly like weird yet. And I was just so on board. He seemed like such a nice guy. Daniel's there. The only reason she went was because she kind of felt like she had some eye contact with Daniel and she kind of felt like he wanted her to go mm-hmm. to the party. She kind of thinks maybe Gabby is dating Daniel because oh, she saw right. them like talking and so she's now jealous and that's why she hates Gabby. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we they... wasted a little bit of plot on on her just being mad at the girls who would <laughs> talk no to reason. Daniel. Yeah, I'm like, honey, they're being nice to you. And then there's, like, the fitness test day, basically, mm-hmm. where they I have like a that. pool inside this old church, uh-huh. which is kind of fun. It's super fun. I was like, I'm um, enjoying this setting, too. Yeah. I'm all about it. She's so super she's... fast. She's a super fast swimmer. And then she talks mm-hmm. to Daniel afterwards, uh, and he is basically says, let me guess, you won again or something out of the blue. And so he would have no reason to say again. So this is like, did you say again? Like, what do you mean? How, yeah. I, we do know each other. And he's like, no, we, I promise we don't know uh, each other. No, we don't. And they keep doing that. He'll keep, he keeps messing up. And he's like, I hate, I always hate when you do that. When she cracks her knuckles, he said that to her. Yes. And she's like, bro, we've never met. And he's like, yeah, um, you're right. We've never met. And you're like, you're, you're really right. bad at this. You've been doing this for eons. 
Like, <laughs> sir, please. <laughs> please be better at this. It's oh, God. Um, yes. Yeah, that happened. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot oh, to say and- she sees shadows. I kind of love that. <laughs> Her, like, main thing. Ever since she was a kid, she's seen all these, like, weird shadows that, mm-hmm. like, come and go in certain places. And um, they're kind of spooky, but she... So she was being, like, you know, medicated for them and, like, yeah, psychiatrist and all this. Yeah. And they just decided she's she just going to lie and say she doesn't yeah. see him anymore. She was like, nope, I'm all cured. Speaking <laughs> of shadows, is there a shadow attached to one of your fingertips? That one. Oh. Oh, look at that. It's ink. It's it's ink. You got fingerprinted? You can commit a crime? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I'm going to Sword and Cross Academy. Delinquent. <laughs> oh, she's, if you guys aren't watching on uh, Patreon, where I will probably add this video and eventually YouTube, uh, she has ink all over her finger. It actually turns out it's green, but it looked it's weird because I started to say shadow. Then she lifted up her hand and it's like this black spot. It looks kind of like it was spreading on her finger. And I was like, what the hell is going on Ooh, right now? That would be so scary if I like became consumed by a shadow right now while oh, we're talking about stressful, it. Because I could not do anything. That's like <laughs> yeah. that uh, that horror movie that came out where a bunch of stuff was happening like with the kids all on oh, the webcam. Yeah. Just the idea stressed me out because I was like you can't get to them. You can't get no. to them if you see something. It's so stressful. Yeah, that's scary. Anyways, please don't ever die on webcam because it'll be so much worse. <laughs> it'll be very traumatic and it'll take you an hour to get here. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. Anyways. Um, God. Okay. So. so then I think the next major thing that happens is she and Cam go like on a picnic. Oh, they go on a picnic. He gets some oh, good no. food. I lied. She gets attention. I oh, forgot about the tension. I forgot about that too. She gets attention for the fight important. with Molly. Well, it seemed important to me because that's when um, Daniel like saved her because the No, it was supposed statue. to be important. I just felt like most of the book <laughs> happened in the last half of the book. And I enjoyed oh, the yeah. last half of the book. But like the first we half, the pacing was kind of inconsistent. Yeah, you're right. We don't have to go into everything that happens in the first no, half. No, no, we can. Basically, that one is important because... They're like, she gets detention and all the other kids have detention too because they're all delinquents and they have to clean the cemetery and she's talking to Daniel and then there's shadows again and then this giant statue, is it an angel statue? It Mm -hmm. is, isn't it? Which is symbolic. A falling angel. Oh my God, it's everywhere. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. It's like she's been, it's like she was trying to tell us from the beginning. My goldfish like, brain was like, maybe Adam and Eve? I don't know. It's like we had no media literacy. <laughs> we have degrees. Oh, God. oh, my God. I seriously was like, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Why? I don't know why they're past words. <laughs> oh, that's horrifying. Oh, Anyways, the, uh, the statue topples and Daniel saves her. Barely. They both almost died. And now they've touched and it's electric and then he's gone. Mm-hmm. And then Cam was like, oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, Cam to the rescue. So this whole time, Cam would be really sweet and then Luce would be like, but then I was kind of like, I don't like him. And I was like, why? <laughs> Give me a reason, Luce. Give me a reason. Because she's in love with Daniel that was it which I also was just I was like tell me why it's also like this is how I feel like when someone's like I just like this guy so much I'm like why and if they don't have like actual reasons I'm like maybe you don't (laughs) which is fine but like 
<laughs> well, I mean, there's a crush and there's attraction and there's I love this person. Yes. And to actually like not facetiously love someone, it's the same reason like you don't marry someone because they're a nice guy. Like you have actual reasons. Like if someone asked you, you could say, that's how I feel. So this was a little hard to get behind because the whole book, she was like, I'm in love with Daniel. Why? I don't know. And then I'm not in love with Cam, even though I have absolutely every reason to be. And I'm also kind of attracted to him. But why do I not love him? I also don't know. And I was like, give me your reasons. Give me your reasons. It's because of the past life. Yes, exactly. So Lauren Kate found the one workaround by which I couldn't get that mad because I was like, okay. Hey, it checks out on a consistency basis because of the past life thing we know is going on. But as a human being, I don't like it. <laughs> well, for me, I'm like, I don't know. I think I'm a little tainted too by um, movie Daniel because movie Daniel started out immediately sweeter. Like Aww. he never really had a like back and forth. I'm going to be a dick to you phase. He was mm-hmm. only nice. And there was also a lot of scenes of him, like, just, like, being quiet and, like, drawing with his, like, charcoal pencils and, like, his blonde hair is, like, over his forehead. And I was like, wait a minute. I think I'm in love with him. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) Meanwhile, movie Cam had a disgusting man bun ponytail. No! Yes, he did. (gasps) Come on. Not saying that nobody can pull it off, but this actor definitely couldn't pull it off. And uh, I've seen it pulled off, but it's so rare that it's it's hard to picture. Yes. And he was like, they had like, they literally, because they had to cut everything for the movie. So Cam and Luce had like one scene together, and it was the scene where they have their little picnic. And he, and I was like, okay, this is it. They had that, and then that was basically it. And he was like, I just don't understand why you want him and not me. And I was like, maybe because you're a bitch and a bastard, and I'm not into it. (laughs) Maybe because you're A, a bitch, and B, a bastard. So how about that? (laughs) We should go back to calling people bastards. It sounds very dramatic. You bastard. I did. The other day I did call either someone or something a bastard. I don't remember. It came out so genuinely. (laughs) I don't bastard. remember. I was I think I was just like, what a bastard. And I like genuinely <laughs> I feel like the only time you see the word bastard is like when it's like an old timey like somebody's trying to write like people who are old timey and then they're like, Oh you bastard. That's true. <laughs> or if you're me and you use it in normal conversation. You, and you just have the thought organically. I am maybe bastard. I have goldfish brain and this is like like I just can't understand pop culture or technology <laughs> or like modern things at all. Like I thought your cat was in my house. <laughs> like I maybe I'm just caught between a bunch of past lives. Maybe my brain never Never fully makes the transition into my next one. Whoa. So it's just, it's all me, but it's all me being real confused. Yes. <laughs> From like a variety of decades. <laughs> Maybe, you know, there's a theory there. That could be it. I think it's possible. <laughs> Who knows? I was going to say, can I make a suggestion? Yes. I want to skip to the good parts. 
Can we just say, like, a bunch of stuff happens, like, there's some on again, off again, like, whatever, and she's mm-hmm. hanging out with Penn. I agree. And- Let's go with the high points. Her and Penn are stalking Daniel now, openly stalking him. Mm-hmm. He says, stop, t- stop stalking me, even though in his <laughs> eyes you can tell he's like, God, I wish you'd keep stalking me forever. I'd like to stalk you right back. And Cam... <laughs> Get away from the window. Winnie's all scratching on the screen. I was like, the shadows are coming for me. Um, (gasps) (laughs) Anyways, go away, Winnie. Um, Anyways, so do you like how I say anyways like a hundred times an episode now? That's anyway. 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 Uh, Cam gives her this like serpent necklace that actually sounded really pretty. And my dumb, dumb ass because didn't realize it was about angels. At first I was like, why a snake? Gee, I wonder why a snake? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's just like sounds like a pretty necklace i don't know snakes can be pretty i wonder why it's a snake because i'm an idiot and <laughs> i have a degree in literature and i didn't get it but um so she doesn't want to wear it and he keeps kind of like asking and looking a little disappointed like not asking her to wear it but kind of like asking about it and being like i can get you something different if you don't like it which is kind of sweet like i did kind of feel bad for him about the necklace because he was like well i mean afterwards i didn't but at yeah. the time at I was the like, time yeah. come on yeah you could at least wear the necklace yeah uh <laughs> so then she and penner in the library stalking daniel online with some help from miss sophia the sweet librarian and then uh Cam shows up. Daniel walks. It's just like this like moment of great. Now they're both in the same room. Let's see what happens. Cam is definitely more forward than usual because he's also definitely trying to get a rise out of Daniel because Daniel's like not going to talk to him about it. And then Cam was like, maybe I'll just take this opportunity to uh, I know I'll just kiss her like uh, mm. right on the lips. Just a little peck. Like it wasn't like a hardcore makeup. But Daniel was like, how dare you? And then they got into a big fight and it was like a superhuman's fight because fight, normal fight, teenage fight. boys do not fight like this. No, it was so dramatic. I it loved it. It was awesome. And so Luce was like, guys, stop but she was oh all god, secretly stop. like oh my god are they fighting for me oh my god imagine two people fighting over you that would be kind of crazy that's like i don't really know really stressful it sounds extremely stressful i feel like in theory it'd be like <gasps> romantic but in reality i'd be like oh god i'm just gonna go <laughs> yeah <laughs> i here, i actually have like a weird insight into just one moment in my life not a romantic moment but like i finally felt like in this moment of my life i understood how it would feel and let me tell you it's not like the books if my experience was anything like it is when it's <gasps> romantic it was stressful uh it was what my freshman year of college my brother and i went to the same college um, and so we were going to his friend's house, actually his current like long-term boyfriend's house. And, um, hey, hey. and at the time, CJ, the boyfriend, his current boyfriend, CJ had a, like, uh, a drop top, like a convertible Mustang. And so, and it's Arizona. So the speed limits are essentially just suggestions and they're very high to begin with. So we were going really <laughs> fast and I was having a great time and Caleb was following us in the car behind us and our other friend Dylan was coming with. And I think there might've been some other people on the way too. I don't remember. But we were going really, really fast and it was just so weird. So I was having a great time. I didn't know anyone was upset about anything. We got to CJ's house. Caleb stormed out of his car. Sorry, I'm muffled guys. My allergies are crazy. So I keep like wiping my nose. But um, 
Anyway, so we go to CJ's house. Caleb, like, jumps out of the car. CJ gets out of the car. I'm still in the car. And and Caleb starts yelling at CJ about, how dare you drive like that with my sister in the car? Oh Which was God. shocking because I had never seen Caleb do that ever. And I was like, what is happening right now? Dang. And then CJ was all, she's a big girl. She can make her own decisions, man. And would like they were, like, straight, like, going. They not, obviously had not known each other. They'd known each other for, like, maybe a year at that point. So, like, not like they are now. They've been together for years and years. Wait, I kind of like that because it sounds very, like, I don't know. It's like enemies to lovers, but only in this one instance. In this one instance. (laughs) And typically, I would be the one falling in love with one of the two boys in the situation. But one is my brother and the other one is gay. So I was like. they fell in love with each other. All right. Anyways. Wow. Very dramatic. It was very dramatic. I would be like, oh, please stop. Please, please. That's exactly. I was like, well, I'm really stressed out. And I went, so I was just like surprised that Caleb was so concerned. And when CJ was like, she's a big girl. She can make her decisions. I was like, yeah, yeah, I can. (laughs) And then Dylan came out to help me get out of the car because like the door was stuck. So I had to crawl over and it was very, very nice. He was so gentlemanly. He just kind of walked up silently because he could see I was like. (laughs) And he just offered his hand and helped me out of the car. And we walked into the house quietly. We let them, like, duel it out. Like, okay. uh, Anyways. So now every time when I see in a movie or a book, like, this scene where, like, the guys are fighting over the girl. And she's like, oh, my God, stop. I can't believe they're Mm -hmm. fighting over me. I'm like, it's awful. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like it. I mean, mine was not a romantic thing. Neither boy was interested in me. It, it would felt feel stressful because it yeah, feels stressful. like it's your fault, but it also there's literally nothing that you can do about it because it's actually not about you. It's about them. So it's yes. just like, Haha, this is really stressful and I have no power in the situation at all. <laughs> so true. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It's not. Yeah, because I, I honestly <laughs> felt like Daniel in this instance, I was like, OK, uh. Knowing what I knew, I was like, I would also be pissed if I was Is that the one where he just lunged in and called him an evil piece of shit? Was this that scene? (laughs) Because it was so... Daniel has spoken like a total of three words. I know. Literally, he hardly ever talks. Yeah. Yeah. And he just lunged in and was like, get your hands off or you evil piece of shit or something, which I think is the direct quote. And I was just like... (laughs) I was like, this feels like a a little excessive. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyways, crazy. so they superhuman duel it out. That's fun. Uh, Cam wants to make it up to her. He convinces her to, like, go out with him to this, like, little, like, bar. Also, they're underage, but I kind of enjoyed the fact that they were still, like, living as if they weren't because it makes me, me relate more to it as an, as an adult. Um, so Cam has also got all these ways of, like, sneaking off, like, the campus and sneaking in good food and stuff. And you're just like, he's clearly powerful, this one. He's a powerful delinquent. What's uh, going so, on with him? Powerful delinquent. Yeah. <laughs> so this, like, dark car comes and picks her up and takes her out to the bar. And at first, he's like, yeah, sorry about yesterday. And it seems like I don't even remember what they talk about. It seems like they don't really get to the point because no, no, because they sit down at the bar. Well, yeah, because some creep and I will be I will say what a creep like this guy basically he was so skeevy. He came in and he like put his hand on her wrist and they were talking. He was like, you should come outside with me, baby, or something awful like that. Disgusting. Cam did the thing that I'm just like, I have very mixed feelings about. I'm like. 
I'm so fascinated and intrigued by the response, but not attracted to it. But I am attracted <laughs> to the passion behind it, but just fascinated by, you know, like when someone gets like really scary calm. Mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. what's going to happen next? Yeah, I kind of hate that. I'm like, oh, please just have a strong reaction. <laughs> I really, really, them. really like it. I think I kind of relate a little to it because I think when my adrenaline gets going, like for like an actual serious situation, I think I get very calm. But I think I get very like calm and as positive as possible because I'm like, we're going to keep things as light as we can to get through this. It's when somebody gets calm and like dark, I'm like, ooh, I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> so uh, very quickly we found out Cam was like, yeah, don't touch her. And she's like, what's about to happen? Kind of the same thing. And then he starts just beating like the living shit out of this guy. And like, you're like, okay, so this guy is probably going to die, right? Like mm-hmm. it was intense. It was way too much. Like a slug in the face for like disrespecting your lady. I'm all for it. You want to be all scary, dark, go for it. I'm all yeah, about I- it. I support you, you know. Let's not murder the man, though, because yeah, yeah. that's a different type of bad thing than it's, he just did. <laughs> yes, it is. And it's also not fair because Cam is, like, clearly a supernatural being. So yeah, so like... it's not a fair fight at all. Anyways, uh, so she, like, gets out of the bar or whatever, or Daniel basically appears. Daniel She's trying to leave. Up, yeah. Daniel shows up, and he's like, hello, I I came to get you to save you, basically. I just knew you'd be here. And uh, I forget how he knows she's there, and I don't really care, uh, because that's not the point. But basically... Yeah, I don't remember either. <laughs> he took uh, Miss Sophia's van, and he came and he picked her up, and they go, and uh, Cam, like, Cam runs out, and he's like, I'm sorry, wait, wait, I'm sorry. And then Daniel basically just, like, verbally flips him the finger and just goes, <laughs> which I was like, that's yeah. a good response. I think yeah. he just says, good night, Cam, and just drives yeah. off, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> so then they're, like, walking out, like, in these sand dunes, and they haven't gone back to the campus yet, oh, and yes. basically, he's like, I just don't understand. I think at this point, she's told him that she sees shadows, mm-hmm. and... I'm pretty sure. And he's like, that's new. It's never happened before. So he's like very much like his facade of not knowing her is falling apart because he's so shaken by the fact that things are a little different this time around. And so then they kiss because basically he kind of fesses up to, yes, we know each other, but he's not going to admit it. But they they both know he's lying and they kiss. And it's like this was an amazing kiss. It was a very, very really was. I was like, whoa, I was like, Kate, you can write more kissing scenes if you want. I won't mind. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's really fine, Lauren. We're all okay with it. We took a vote and we are okay with it. (laughs) We took a vote and we think it's fine if you want to add some more. Um, <laughs> so it was a good kiss and she didn't turn into like a bunch of fiery ashes so no she lives bitch yes. yeah yeah so Daniel's like this is different uh, this is different you think he'd be excited but he's like I don't know what to do with this information and because he's broody he's just instead of being happy about anything he'd rather just be broody about it <laughs> so uh, they go back or I think she falls asleep she's so tired and he carries yeah. her back which is kind of mm-hmm. sweet and I do like that. Who doesn't? Um, I like it, too. I wonder if I get my husband to carry me. I can't even get him to catch me in a trust fall, so it's doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> no, he has. He carried me to bed one time when I fell asleep on the couch. And I'll hold on to that Aww, forever because it'll never sweet. happen again. <laughs> because he literally does step back when I go, trust fall. And I turn and I go to fall. And he'll step back and put his hands up. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's like, not my problem. No, that's exactly right. <laughs> not his problem at all. And I like to like, I've probably done it on you before. I like to like, pretty much only with my mom and you and Javi, I'll like kind of like hug you guys or grab your arm. And then I start just like leaning and leaning yeah. as far because I want to see how much you guys will hold me up. And he'll do the same. He'll just like, his arms will just go limp. And he'll just be like, I'm not catching you. If you fall, you fall. And I have completely <laughs> leaned to the point where I've fallen and he's let me. So I have to hang on to the one time he very sweetly carried me off the couch and put me in bed how very sweet yeah anyways the one time so i have to get it <laughs> hang on books. to that <laughs> i have to enjoy it when it happens in books you're like daniel carries loose inside you know what javi daniel carried loose so and he's a fallen angel so i think you can also do it <laughs> i bet daniel like, will catch what her in a the hell <laughs> God, he'd know he would. He'd be like, Lisa, yeah. are you all right? And she's like, I'm fine. I'm literally 5'3", or whatever. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, anyways, so uh, she wakes up the next day. Cam wants to apologize yet again. And I was like, this isn't a good cycle, Cam. This isn't a good luck. Officially at the bar, I was like, okay, I can't be really team Cam anymore. That was... I, can't, I can no longer support you. <laughs> no, the display of murderous aggression. I was like, I still, I still, I feel for you, man. But like, you clearly need to do some work on yourself because murder's not cool for, especially for this kind of reason. So yes. uh, maybe don't. Um, so I wasn't pleased with Cam, but I was still hoping for a redemption for him at some point. Uh, and Daniel, I don't know. I forget. He also wants to talk to her because he's like, instead of giving her any answers, he's like, I'll tell you tomorrow, which I hate that. I'm like, tell her now. It's important. Like, tell her to wake up. Kind of books. It's true. I'm like, she'll wake up for it. I promise. This is important. She would rather be awake. Yes. Uh, anyways, so she goes and she decides that she's going to tell Cam she's not interested. This whole book, she's been like, I have to tell Cam that I'm not interested in him. But then she'll go, but maybe I am. And then she also, she does this thing where she basically is like, I feel so bad. Like, I've been leading him on. And then she named all the reasons that she felt like she was leading him on. And this made me mad on, like, an idealistic philosophical level because I was like, none of those things are your fault, my girl. Like, <laughs> you did not lead him on at all. He's been flirting with you, and you've been trying to decide how you feel about him. That doesn't mean you've led him on because you didn't know how you felt about him yet. You have just now realized that you truly are not interested in him. Completely agree. Yeah. yeah, So that was upsetting because I was like, let's not teach children that they're leading people on if they don't like them back or if they don't know how they feel. Yeah. I mean, he was being extremely forward. Like, I feel like the most she was doing was like being nice to him. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they did almost kiss the one time, but I'm like, that was it. Like, It's true. And also, she keeps saying, like, she's kind of attracted to him. She feels safe with him. Well, maybe she could be with him. So, like, there's never any point where she's like, yeah, I know I don't like him, but I'm just going to let him, you know, Yeah, fawn yeah, she me. didn't do it on purpose. That's leading on, but that's not yeah. at all. She never did that. Anyway, so I took yeah. issue with that because I always take issue with that. I think it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, anyway, so she's like, I'm going to go before I go tell Daniel, because I'm super in love with him. Like before I go like hear whatever he has to say, I'm just going to get the cam thing out of the way. And then Cam is like, but he's like being all like how to describe it. He's like, I'm really sorry. I just I believe like you're like, you know, valuable and I want to be the one to take care of you and like make it, you know, it's sweet. It's whatever. I'm like, you still just beat the shit out of the guy yesterday. Like he probably is yeah. dead now and I'm not cool with it. So the apology is appreciated, but uh, I need to save some more work from you, Cam. 
But um, <laughs> you need to put in the hours, Cam. <laughs> Sorry, Cam. Maybe it's a good thing you're in reform school. I think you might need to go to like a bigger version, like an angelic uh, reform school. <laughs> Not whatever this shit is. Um, anyways, so he basically she's like no I'm not interested in you and he's like so that's all you had an amazing kiss with Daniel and I don't even have a shot with you anymore and she's like no and he's like just one kiss just give me one kiss to like it's like basically like my last ditch effort and Mm -hmm. I'm like okay like the fact that she has been attracted to him up until now and definitely has some kind of feelings for him I was like I don't think that's out of the question since he asked I'm like okay We'll see how this goes. <laughs> You're like, I see nothing wrong with this. <laughs> well, I was like, well, because I am judgmental. And so I was like trying to like judge who's being the idiot here. And I was like, so far, this seems reasonable from their perspectives. So I'm going to accept it. <laughs> um, but I don't think they actually kissed. Did they? They got interrupted, right? Uh, or did they start to kiss? I think they did kiss. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was enjoying Daniel, it. But it was yeah. also kind of like, wait, is she being like enchanted kind of? That's what it felt like to me. She was like, wait, what? I don't know. Yeah, and she was, was like, like actually, I'm drunk on this kiss. And I, what, who's Daniel? I've never heard of him. And so then this is when you're like, there's definitely some magic going on. So that was cheating, Cam. That's cheating. That's not a fair comparison game of kisses because you use magic. It was not fair. No. He used like the Turkish delight of kissing or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he used the Turkish delight of kissing. Yeah, Uh, you know, that old chestnut. (laughs) Everyone listening is like, what time are they recording this? They need to go to bed. This is ridiculous. They go home and try again tomorrow. So uh, they get in a fight. Uh, Gabby actually shows up and kicks the living shit out of Cam. And I'm like, hell yes. Gabby's apparently like the strongest one. She's like, that was just a little love tap, hun, or something. Like her opening God, line I love her. She's such amazing. a queen. I'm like, Gabby, can I please be you? I would like to be you. I would like to <laughs> sign up for your role. Thank you very much. Uh, Gabby, are you dating anyone? Gabby, currently? are you single? Are you available? <laughs> Gabby, would you catch uh, Gabby, me in a trust fall? She could easily, she could lift me with one hand. Oh, Gabby. yeah. <gasps> Wait, I want Gabby to carry me. <laughs> and she would, and she'd be happy to do it. She would. She'd be uh, like, hold on, hun. I'd be like, be like, oh just my one God. sec, hun. I'll be right there. She's so Anything cute. you want, Gabby. <laughs> so good. Um, anyway, so she's beating the shit out of Cam because she's super strong, like way stronger than he is. And then Daniel's like, I'm sorry, I should have given you these answers sooner. Let me whisk you away to this like romantic place where the trees grow into the shape of a heart in the cemetery. <laughs> Oh God! And I forgot that's where they about have that. Little, uh-huh. <laughs> so basically, he gives her all the deets. He's like, "So we've been in love in all of our past lives, but I'm cursed, and you die every time. But this time it's different because you can see the shadows, and the shadows basically mean that something's coming. And so, like some like big supernatural like war is like on the horizon or whatever. And he's like, "You've never seen them before, so that's different. And we kissed, and you're okay, so that's different. So I don't know what's happening, but things are clearly changing. And she's like okay so she has like a little thing where she's like i don't know if i believe him or not and then she decides um she basically is like i have to think about this and i'm like "Mm, i feel like you've been sensing this the whole time how much do you need to think about but anyways so she does the thing where she's like let me just waste a little more time in this Mm -hmm. even though we're pressed for it right now and she like goes back to the dorms or whatever and she's thinking about it and basically she just comes to the conclusion she's like oh my god daniel's an angel and I'm like, Daniel's an angel? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, man. 
devil? Is that why the snake on the necklace? <laughs> and then instead of the logical conclusion of the book is called Fallen for Fallen Angels, I was like, maybe it's fallen because they're reincarnations of Adam and Eve and it was the fall with their fault. Oh, I see it now. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I will say this though. I yeah. feel like Lauren is very confusing sometimes. Like she didn't you have no idea what's going on for most of the book. And then you get a little bit and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I, you're kind of making up the rest. Like, there's a lot that I still don't know, you know, yeah. and we read the whole thing. It's true. I would put money. I would I would bet money that she's a pantser as a writer, that she just goes with the flow. And like, there's very little <laughs> planned out. And she kind of goes back to make it make sense. So that's why I bet the other books make it make more sense. But I bet anything she's a pantser. And she just she's like, this would be fun if this is what we did. And so she just did. And you know what? She can get away with it because she's really good at writing makeout scenes. So she can 100%. It's the golden ticket. You can write a good makeout scene. You're in. You baby. can get away with anything. You're in. Um, anyways, so I was shocked. I was just as shocked as she was. <laughs> Actually, more so. You're like, what? <laughs> oh, my, oh God. my God. She's, guys, and I didn't say, this is what's worse. You guys are thinking I'm a total idiot. You're never going to listen to this podcast <laughs> again. I'm going to lose all authority and respect on any kind of literary subjects. Oh but she's literally been dreaming of him with Angel <laughs> This whole I have no excuse. This I'm is just funny. <laughs> it's my goldfish brain. And I don't, you guys, I avoided like angel YA, like YA angel books. I've always avoided them, so I don't really have like any kind of like preconceived notions about like YA angel romance. Like, at all. No, and I yeah. feel like no context. <laughs> and still, the book gave me plenty on its own that I should have picked up on. But it just was oh not God. even in my realm. I didn't read the back. No. Like, I... You were like, whoa, this is news to me. <laughs> my goldfish brain has just been... It's it's like I've lost a fin. I'm just... Oh. Like limping along in the water. Oh no! I'm doing the Nemo thing. I'm yeah, kind of going you in are. circles. You have a lucky fin. You're like, <laughs> yeah. My goldfish brain has developed a lucky fin, especially while reading this book. So I'm sorry, you guys. You're like, but I don't know. You can I'm, be I'm seeing words on the page, and I am understanding that I'm reading. I'm perceiving a little bit that seemed like a really good makeout scene, and uh, and like, Cam is hot. Okay, I'm aware enough to know what a. Good- <laughs> I'm reading a Ooh, good a good makeout scene. scene. It's like how the fish only have like the five second memory. Yeah. So I'm like just passing around forgetting things. And I'm just like picking up on like for every five seconds I pick up something. I'm like, ooh, Cam is pretty. I'm like, ooh, a good makeout. <laughs> ooh, ooh, grits. <laughs> ooh, grits. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, so I have no excuse and I'm ashamed it's and I apologize. I, I feel it. like I've let everybody down with how... What is my brain doing? Bro, I've got to be real, though. I also didn't realize it was Fallen Angel for not that long, but for a long time. I was was like, oh, my God. Honestly, though, I don't even know because Haley told me it was Fallen Angels because we were going to watch the movie. So maybe I wouldn't have known. I don't even remember now. I don't know. I don't feel like it's super clear. And I think she did want it to be like a big reveal. Mm -hmm. But I feel like she also started dropping angel lore so quickly into the book that I was like, how on earth did I not they also, get that? They talk a lot about Paradise Lost 
if I'm remembering correctly. So I feel like, for me, that's when I started to be like, is this a God thing? What's going on? Does <laughs> <laughs> that God make thing? sense with your Adam and Eve thing, too? It okay, would. wait. I still kind of think it could be right. I kind of still think that could be true. But I think they could have, because, you know, like, everyone, like, interprets, like, angel lore and, like, early biblical lore differently. Uh-huh. And so I wonder if they're going to say that they're Adam and Eve and that the Adam and Eve were actually angels or well, something. Well, I think I know a little too much because I think the movie borrowed lore from later books because oh, there's, I know a little I'm bit wrong, more I'm wrong, aren't I? Know. Yeah, I don't think that's it. But that would uh, be. I would have liked that. That would be cool, Reincarnation though. from the beginning beginning of time you could you could write it ash that would be fun <laughs> yes i who do not write star-crossed lovers and who do not <laughs> write really romance at all i'm gonna write a book that's entirely about the romantic lives of these reincarnations of adam and eve throughout history <laughs> it sounds kind of like a lofty goal maybe i'll try i'll try my hand <laughs> yeah maybe it. you should try you're like that's too lofty of a goal for you no! but i'll take a whack <laughs> No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, Goldman's no, brain over here. I she meant. can't do it. I meant it. Like, oh, that sounds crazy. And then I was thinking back to, well, I like Starcross Lovers. I guess I could try it. So anyway. You should. You should try it. At least as a short story. That'd be interesting. Anyways, so uh, so she's he's an angel. She's like, I believe you and I love you. And Cam is like, meh, but I liked her. Oh, I forgot to totally mention the fact that like a little earlier in the book, there was another. I never explained the first thing. Okay, she, you guys, uh, the reason she's she at the school is did murder another because... boy, yeah. <laughs> she did somehow murder another boy. The first one she kissed, the one that got her into the school in the first place. She kissed a boy. He turned, basically, he caught fire and everything caught fire. But she's not like she caused the fire or knew she caused the fire or whatever. Um, and then basically another fire happened but this happened like at like miss sophia's desk at the in the library and she was in the back of the library so i don't think it was her fault at all but her and todd the other kid who was in there they were running to get out of the school and um the shadows like shoved them out the door because the shadows have been getting like bolder and can actually like move things and stuff now and shoved them out and he broke his neck Mm -hmm. so that's um and she passed out from smoke inhalation so that also happened a little bit earlier uh, so now we're back at the end. Why did I jump back to those points? I don't know. Is it because Daniel like carried her away as an angel? No. Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot about that. Well, he saved her. Yeah. <laughs> as an angel. Oh my God. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I need to get back my degree. Oh, I need no. to give it back. You know, she like had the dream that he was an angel carrying her and then <laughs> It wasn't a dream. It was real life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and just... I believe we got that reveal. We did, Potentially yeah. earlier I, than I so. her realization. This is so funny. <laughs> You're literally, you hate angel media so much that you were like, I don't see it. This is not what's happening. <laughs> That's exactly. I was like, I don't want it. So I'm not going to see it. <laughs> That's horrifying. Anyway, Fallen Angel War starts happening mm-hmm. Penn yeah. is there too and miss sophia mm-hmm. is there and daniel's there and then we get the reveal mm-hmm. that arian and uh and gabby, gabby are also are angels also. and then mm-hmm. yeah and roland this other kid is he's one of the bad fallen because they're all fallen yeah, angels but cam and his crew they're the me. bad fallen angels i did yeah. not expect roland to be a bad one i always thought he was cool whatever 
I was. I kind of. I could. I kind of bought it when he was like, "Yeah, Roland is a bad fallen angel." I was like, "Interesting choice," but I could see it, I guess. And you and Arianne was like, "But we'll get him back someday," yeah. because you're like, "Oh, I see. Arianne's in love with Roland, he and is. he didn't used to be bad." Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. I enjoyed that little bit of. It is interesting. Insight. I want to know like, what happens foreshadow. later. Yeah, I hope yeah. he comes uh, back. Cam is all. Cam's all there, and he's like, you're never going to get her. And Daniel's like, she's my true love. Mm. And they have, you know, like a, another standoff or whatever. Yeah. And Cam's like, it's the end of times, friends. And it's, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so then they have their big battle. They have the big battle. And Miss Sophia leaves with... With Penn and... Uh, Luce. Luce. She's like, I'll yeah. protect them. Yeah, and so they're running back, and the shadows are, like, kind of, like, attacking. And Penn gets hurt by a shadow... But Luce kind of like picks her up and then Miss Sophia picks her up and can just carry her under like one arm because mm-hmm. now she's super strong and she knows everything, which is like, OK, well, great. What is she? Because she's clearly not an angel. What is she? And so they, she takes her to the church and get, they get there. She locks them in. They go to some secret back room. And then she's just, just like, you know what? I'm actually evil. And then she kills Penn. Yes. Which is horrifying. I was so upset. I was so upset. I was so upset. Yeah. And then she was basically like, and now I'm going to kill you too, Luce. And it's nothing personal because it's not about you. Basically, she's not been able to be killed in any of her past lives and any of her past reincarnations because she's been baptized as a baby in all of them Mm -hmm. or like brought into religion somehow in all of Uh them. And so she continues reincarnating because her soul was baptized or whatever in this lore. And then um, basically she had let slip in her last conversation with Miss Sophia that her parents raised her agnostic. And so then is when Miss Sophia was like, hang on, I can put an end to all of this. I can bring about the end times. All I have to do is kill her and she's not going to reincarnate. And so this endless like battle for her is going to stop. And so that's her plan. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't even think we, she's, I think they call her an elder or something. We don't actually get any information on what that is. No, not really. Yeah. But she's some like mystical, powerful person and she does she does escape i mean obviously loose doesn't die because there's four more books she's about to die uh daniel breaks in the scene is pretty cool because of all the stained glasses all yeah. flying around it's like angelic light and stuff and i was like okay this is cool if this is what angels are about i'm into it yeah that's interesting uh so he saves her he tries to like send people or like the angelic powers or whatever after um, miss sophia but she gets away that's kind of the end of the book he's like we'll try and bury pen and we'll try and do right by her. Uh, this is uh, Ariane and Gabby and I are going to help you get to safety. But things are going to be rough. Things are definitely not over because angels can't really kill other angels. So it's really just like they fought until they couldn't fight anymore. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be another battle. And so basically, I think he's, she's just going to go be hidden away, essentially. Yeah, she goes on. She goes on a plane. And then I think that yeah. she is on a boat to get to the island. And then in the epilogue, she's on this island. She's asleep. And creepy. What is it with all the creepy paranormal romance boys watching people sleep? <laughs> paranormal <laughs> romance boys need to give it They need rest. to get their shit together is what they need. They absolutely they do. So then at this point, I'm thinking, I guess at this point, after their really, really good kiss, I was like, OK, I guess I can be team Daniel. Because also Cam had shown a really ugly side mm-hmm. to himself just before that kiss. So I was like damn it, I picked wrong again. Fine. I guess I'll be Team Daniel now. But I was so upset because up until then I was like, I picked the nice guy for once. Ha, ha, ha. Good for me. <laughs> yeah, whatever. And so Daniel's watching her up in the 
the like rafters or whatever of this house on this island. It's a very cool setting. And then Cam's up there too, and he's like, "She's so beautiful when she sleeps." And I'm like, "Get out of here! Ew, what are you doing boys, in the room? Y'all boys leave." And then they basically have a temporary truce of some kind, and they shake hands, and that's the end of Fallen. Yeah, so. that there it is. That's Fallen, baby. That was hard to get through. It was. My goldfish brain was like, wait, what happened? And then also I just kept being like, how? How did I not know? <laughs> we took a, a, a few detours, but we got there eventually. <laughs> we did. Uh, what was your favorite and least favorite part of the book? Uh, my favorite part was when um, Daniel was like telling her like just a little snippet of like some of their past lives. He was just saying like in one sentence things like what they were like he's like you know the peonies from brazil or whatever or like he's like you know when we were in jerusalem together all this stuff and i was like i want to know about all of the things i got so excited i I was like "Ah, i liked it too it was so exciting i know i really liked it Um, i totally i wish there had been more of that uh i want more from like the rest of the books because i think he might get her i want more makeout scenes i want more past life memories yeah Yeah, it's implied that she's that she can unlock her memories so i'm I'm like hell yes yeah um my least favorite part is when Penn died but I will say I I watched the very end I watched the whole movie without having finished the very end of the book I had like like 45 minutes left on my audiobook and I so I like was like I basically got it so I just but I still was confused about stuff so I was like it's fine so I watched the whole movie and that's how I found out Penn died because like every and also I was like wait everybody is an angel I can't believe everybody is an angel I was freaking out and I will say the actress who played Penn in the movie was so good like she was adorable and I really really liked Aww. her so I was I really pictured her happy. as um the the redhead in Bridgerton I think because I think her character's name is Penn yeah, it is. but she had that energy like like vivacious like kind of like take control super sweet and better than everybody every other person <laughs> in the whole cast else. yeah exactly yeah so that's how i was picturing her the whole time yeah. but with brown hair mm-hmm. yeah that was so yeah. upsetting i think my favorite part was well the makeout scene was good but i can't it was just a scene i i don't know it was fine it was good um for a makeout scene i think my favorite part was weirdly parents day i really enjoyed oh, parents day parents i don't day know was why cute, yeah it was cool. You got to see, like, a little bit of insight into the other characters' lives. Like, just a teeny, teeny bit. And I loved the picnic. And I loved Penn getting to hang out with her parents. Yeah. And I like her balance of trying to figure out, like, what do I share? What do I not share about this horrible place that I'm in? Yeah. Uh, there's a parents' day, guys. We didn't cover it. But there was a day when the parents, parents were allowed to go to school. <laughs> and one of the teachers who had been, like, previously just kind of, like, the worst because they're all the worst, he ended up being kind of, like, chill and took them on this, like, historical tour through the cemetery. And I thought that was interesting. So I think that was probably like my favorite like scene. I don't know why. It wasn't even that super important to the plot. But I was like, I, like, I liked it I'm too. In, I'm here for it. Yeah, I was into it. Yeah. Uh, least favorite part? Maybe when Cam almost killed that dude. Because I was so <laughs> into it before then. I was like, Cam, I can even forgive you for fighting with Danny. It's fine. I'm <laughs> all, I'm here for you, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, I'm willing to overlook some things. <laughs> but I can't I'm overlook, to overlook some things, Cam. Yeah, I couldn't overlook the fact that he was just beating up someone who couldn't fight back. Yeah. Uh, so that was not a good look for our boy, Cam. 
Uh, but anyways, and I'm still shocked that I thought I picked the nice guy and Chris is going to laugh so hard. I like on that, like on the scripturing society, like our last episode, we have like a book corrects corner. And I was like, well, I'm reading this book right now. And I didn't say which one it was. And I started saying, like, I basically said, there's two guys. And for once, I finally like the nice guy. Carissa, you'd be so proud. The other guy's just so aloof. And I just don't like that. And then she goes, are you reading Fallen by Lauren Kate? <laughs> I was like, what? How does she do it? She has read every book. She's read everything. She And she remembers all of them and all of the authors. She's like an encyclopedia yeah, for YA she fiction. She's crazy. So anyways, that was funny. I ha- I wanted to like shout her out on here about that because I was just like, I give her almost no information. She said something like she's going to be interested to see how I reacted at the end of the book based <laughs> on me saying the thing about the I finally like the good guy. And she's like, I'm interested to see your response at the end. Oh and I was God. like, well, what do you mean by that? And she was like, I just am. Because she was so, like, deadpan about it because she wasn't giving anything away. Mm-hmm. And, like, now I'm thinking back and I'm like, it was a warning. She, <laughs> she was trying known. to tell you. You missed all the signs that everyone was giving you. I literally <laughs> did. I missed all the signs. I was, like, a high school boy just not seeing the girl flirting with him. Like, <laughs> at all. Like, what? What? I don't know. What? Favorite character? Least favorite character? You go first. My favorite character was Gabby. <laughs> But also Movie Daniel, my least favorite character, (laughs) was Movie Cam. And um, also, I hated Miss Sophia. I was so mad at her. I didn't even feel that strong of a connection to her before, even though she is a librarian. So then when she turned out to be evil, Mm -hmm. I was like, you're on my hate list. I hate you. Can't believe you would kill Penn like that. That's awful. I think Penn has to be my favorite character but I find Cam fascinating, so honorable mention for Cam. Uh, Daniel, I hated for, like, the first half of the book. So if we were going to go first half of the book alone, he'd be my least favorite. I was like, I don't like this whole aloof thing you've got going yeah. on. I don't, Because I like a bad boy, but there's a fine line. I like a bad boy who's very obviously interested and obviously aware. If they're going to act like they're not into it, I'm like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not into it at all. Oh, God. Um, so, least favorite character is hard. Cause, um, I also didn't like Molly. I was like, you're just oh, a bitch yeah, for no Molly reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I should word. have, like, a better or least favorite character. I guess, I guess it's kind of like... It's always like, do I pick the villain? I guess not. Sometimes villains are so interesting. It's like, I still like their Yeah, character. I think Cam is interesting. Like, I don't want him to win, but, like, in the end of the series. But I am super fascinated by him. So I can't call him my least favorite. Right. I think Daniel might be my least favorite. Everyone else I found really interesting. I... Daniel, for the first half, I was just annoyed with. You just say things to make me mad, don't you? You're like, this will be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really wasn't. It's just a bonus occasionally. God. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm like, I feel like I must be. Oh, no, I'm stupid. Miss Sophie is my least favorite because she's horrible and she's a traitor. Yeah, she was a so, complete She's actually traitor. my least favorite. But honorable mention for Daniel as would have been my least favorite if they were only the first half of the book. Okay. Come on, only the first half of the book? That's so valid. Whatever. I mean, fine. It's fine. You're, it's, it's, it's your opinion. Him and his lame red scarf and his flipping the her scarf. off and his, I don't know you, I promise you don't know me. <laughs> the scarf was stupid. But you know what part <laughs> I liked? I liked whenever, I, this was my other favorite part. Um, like right after... Um, 
Luce, like, woke up from smoke inhalation, and all of the girls uh-huh. were in there, like, making oh, drinks Oh, that was her, fun. And, like, Girl was time. Fun. But then... That was good. Our boy showed up. Daniel showed up with her favorite flowers. How would favorite he know flowers. it was her favorite flower? It was that very was sweet. iconic. Okay. From that point on, he wouldn't qualify for least favorite character. <laughs> up until that point, he could have qualified. Okay, okay. Because the fine. first half of the book, him, least favorite character. Last half, Miss Sophia. And I don't know how else to split it up. It's got to be fair. Favorite quote? My favorite quote is, uh, well, it's hard. I didn't find this super quotable. I enjoyed it. I shouldn't find it super quotable. There was one that stuck out to me that I remembered, uh, which I don't even always agree with, but... This kind of made me snicker. It was, you know, everyone loves to hate a happy pair of lovebirds. <laughs> I, I think that's a little that bit too. true. <laughs> if people love to either love it or hate it, yeah. it's why people love to follow celebrity relationships. It's so, so I was true. like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. So I guess that, I don't know about favorite quote, but quote that I remembered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine is from chapter 16. This is um, when she's about to go meet Cam at that bar. And... Uh-huh. The reason I picked it was because it made me laugh out loud because it made me think of Javi's, like, king persona. Okay. Either a ghost or a cat just made a big noise. Um, So I always assume cats. Someday it's going to be a ghost. Oh, God. So the quote is, a black sedan picking her up from campus to bring her to him like he was some sort of monarch who could arrange for women to be fetched. Oh my god, Javi's king persona. He would love that. He would love the fact that you call it a king persona, and he would love the fact that you think of it when you read stupid king sona things. (laughs) He'd be like, yeah, fetch me my woman. The other day, he said something about, to his gamer friends online, about his woman doing, I don't know, some kind of chore or something I was doing, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) I was like, that's not cute. Like, I'm about to Old beat your ass in kings. front of all your friends. Yeah. <laughs> friends. Yeah, I'm like, you think it's cute? Let's unplug your game. Let's see how cute this is. <laughs> Old Stupid fat king, king Sona. laughing about his woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, ha, ha, ha. Or he'll be like, you're just a woman. You don't know anything. Or how dare you speak to me like that woman? And I'm like, this is a lot funnier for you than it is for me. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, turkey leg in one laugh. hand and a goblet of beer in the other hand. <laughs> yeah, and I can't, I can't do his laugh because he does such a stupid king laugh. And I'll try and do it, and he goes, "You're not doing it right." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm actually an old medieval king like someone else I know." Part of him definitely and he's like, thinks yeah, that. I am. Yeah, like for no, sure. part of him fully believes that he is. <laughs> It's when that side comes out that I'm like, I'm going to murder you. I'm going to real life kill you, man. You're like, I married Javi, not Medieval King. (laughs) Medieval King would have not gotten my attention. Grog wench, bring me more beer. Would have not gotten me, okay? (laughs) Oh, God. Anyways. um, How many? many Pinky's up. up. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think about this at all. I'm giving it three and a half. Nice. I think I'll give it three. Cool. I was thinking to give it three. So very solid, very middle ground YA book. If I actually read it as a YA, like when I was like actually like a teenager, I this I'm torn because oftentimes when I give something like around like a three star rating these days, I'm like, I would have loved this as a teenager. But because this is Angel 
like paranormal romance. I'm like, I don't know, because I was never into that. I don't know if I would have. I forgot to mention it, but I read this series when I was in high school called Hush Hush, and it is also angel, fallen angel teen romance. And I think I've seen that yes, cover. Yes, that one you yeah. know it's Fallen Angels because there are literally Fallen Angels on the cover. But um, yeah. it also is like a Fallen Angel love triangle teen romance. But here's the thing. I was obsessed with it. <laughs> I, I never <laughs> See, read the but last I wouldn't one. read Maximum Ride. I wouldn't read Hush Hush. Like I wouldn't read... I just wouldn't have read it. So yeah. I don't know if I would have enjoyed it. Maybe if I'd given it a chance, I would I have mean, really enjoyed it as a all, teenager. They're all silly, but it's kind of fun yeah. at the same time. I kind of love having a little, I'm reading my silly little YA teen romance about angels. Oh, I love it. I love <laughs> then, a teen romance. Oh, yeah. I just don't want them to fly. <laughs> You're like, please don't, don't have wings. Please. <laughs> I understand. Even if they're like angels, like like they there's angels and stuff, and there's like a like in Clockwork Angel, like in that thing, there's like angels and demons and stuff. But it's all more about like magic and stuff and mm-hmm. vibes, and it's not no one's flying around on angel wings. <laughs> I'm a lot. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. As soon as you start flying, well, okay. Here's the deal. I love Maximum Ride, but as soon as you start flying, it's a little bit like this is getting silly. You know, like are we really having? Yeah, it's a little a hot angel guy who's gonna carry me around yeah that feels it's silly. the the requirement for the level of suspension of disbelief is so high when we get to <laughs> angels are flying around hot angel teenagers are flying and they still have to be my, hot like you're like oh okay yeah mm, I don't yeah know. i think my suspension of disbelief is just it can't do it my suspension of disbelief gives up there i can imagine a lot of things and I just can't imagine that without going into, like, cartoon mode. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. <laughs> but they didn't really fly around in here, so I didn't actually have that problem with this yeah, book. I enjoyed this. I also flying. didn't pick up on the angel thing until it's the end of the very end. <laughs> oh, uh, and I thought I finally picked the good guy, too. What a oh, wow. roller coaster of a book, you know? We were <laughs> up, we were down. This book really was a roller coaster. Thank you to whoever recommended it. Yeah, thank you to the recommendation. I, I sounded, I feel like I, like I was bitching about this book a lot, but I'm so glad I read it, so please don't take it that way. I'm so glad I read it, because the roller coaster <laughs> has been so fun. And then just trying to, like, talk about this book that my brain had, like, it was just like would not compute. So trying to like put the pieces together of this book in my own brain has been so difficult. Not because of the book, but because my brain is just like, <laughs> for some reason, like this content is not compatible. It's not working. It's not c- getting through. <laughs> no, but it was so fun. I've never tried. So I'm super glad I finally read like an angel romance YA. I never have. So I'm super glad I finally did it. First it was fun. Yeah, Yeah. this was Um, fun. It was super fun. Next week, we're taking a hiatus week, guys, because this was this this is the last episode of season three, which I should have said earlier. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, you made it, everybody. You guys made it. We made it. The end of season three. So we are going to take our hiatus week. So next Monday there will be no episode, but keep a lookout on our social media. We are on Instagram and TikTok, that pretentious book club. Uh, you can go check out our website in the meantime, StorySirenStudio.com. We've got merch on there. We've got info about the pod. That's our production company. It's also on Patreon. If you want to see these videos we've been recording lately for episodes, our Patreon peeps can do that. Uh, so go check that stuff out in the meantime. But we will be back not next Monday, but the Monday after with the first book of season four, 
Northanger Abbey, I think is how our Yay. friend Catherine, one of our sweet listeners, Catherine, who we chat with a lot, um, she messaged us and she said Northanger Abbey is okay, how great. she pronounces it. And I trust her. So I think it's Northanger Abbey. Well, I'm I'll look excited. It up also. Another Jane but. book. Yay. Hooray. Yeah. Happy Memorial Day. Also, you guys, today's Memorial Day. I also forgot to say oh, yeah. that. Happy I'm Memorial not good at remembering these things. Hopefully, I set up the new season, so hopefully I will remember when holidays are coming and we will be more in tune. Enjoy the day off work if you have the day off work. Hang with friends and family. Remember the people who have served, all that good stuff. We will see you guys in two weeks. Thank you so much for bearing with us for this whole season and all the lunacy that is us. And we will be back with plenty more lunacy. Oh, yeah. You can next count season. on it. <laughs> count on it. Rest assured. Until season four, keep your teacups full. Your pinkies high. And your book club. Pretentious. Pretentious.